gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. I'm gonna show the whole world why I was the unscripted, uncensored, loose cannon of commentary. I'm back, baby. Broadcasting from Birmingham MCM Comic Con, this is the Aaron Meta Show. Hello and welcome once again to the Aaron Meta Show. It is the 25th of November of 2018. Thank you very much for joining us on the show. We are here on site today at MCM Comic Con Birmingham. And thank you very much for joining us here. And welcome to this uh, very extraordinary uh, comic convention. Uh, we are going to be asking people around. Uh, we're going to be looking at cosplays. We're also going to be uh, asking people about uh, various things that are currently going on within the Comic Con community. And also we're going to be concentrating on three questions today. Uh, the first one being uh, with Hey Arnold now uh, being one year away since the Jungle movie was released in uh, November 24th. Has anyone taken notice and uh, would they like to see Hey Arnold return for a sixth season? We're going to be talking about that. Also uh, as well, British wrestling is making a comeback uh, according to WWE and also according to various other wrestling fans as well. Uh, Triple H recently announced the uh, NXT TakeOver, the first UK NXT to TakeOver to take place in Blackpool in January. Is people going to be interested in British wrestling? We're going to definitely ask people about that. And our third and final question with Brexit being the way that it is, I'm going to ask everybody given the current chaos of the whole situation, will people prefer now to go back to a general election a people's vote or do they just want them to just get on with it? So we've got three questions there. We're also going to be asking about them that are their interest as well. You're listening to the Arometa Show and we are going to go right into MCM Comic Con Birmingham. For visitors today here at MCM Comic Con Birmingham, your names are... Paul. Rob. Jane. Hey, how you doing, guys? Doing? Not so bad. Not so bad. Right, cool. So you're at MCM Comic Con Birmingham today. You're hoping to find anything in particular? Uh, I've got a couple of comic artist friends that are in Comic Village. I want to see them and catch up with them. Cool. Who are they? Um, one of them's Kitten Poker. She does uh, various art designs and uh, sort of like leather straps like that. Um, the other one's... Uh, can never pronounce the name right Lisa I can never say it right but uh, she's a she's a very good comic artist yeah and it's a very sombering in the moments in the uh, comic book industry at the moment with uh, Stan Lee passing away has been a big talking point uh, amongst the uh, comic book community yes it certainly has I mean uh, he uh, he's been around since I was very very small and his influence I know he's influenced me and I know he's influenced you on yeah, quite, influenced a lot me quite a lot yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what's been the response from amongst uh, people? Because uh, it's, you hear from fans, but as creators, uh, people who uh, have come from uh, kind of come from that background, really, of uh, looking up to Stanley as uh, you know a pioneer of the of comic books. I mean, how's it kind of affected them? From what you can see, um, a lot of people have uh, appreciated uh, the service they've done for them. They've helped them in their own way to step up the platform to create their own stuff and. Uh, I think most of them are thinking they'd like to continue it in their own little way. That's cool. What about yourself? Or what are you hoping to see today? Um, anything I missed yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I missed all yesterday too, so... Uh. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sure I'll, I'll get on most of it before I end up there. Cool. Okay, so we're asking three questions at the moment for uh, as our general talking points at the minute on our, um, on our show. Uh, the first one is, uh, have you guys heard of the show Hey Arnold? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just sure if you guys were aware. Last, this is actually the year's anniversary since uh, the last Hey Arnold movie came out. The hey Arnold, the Jungle movie, 
And I'm um, just wondering, uh, are you, would you, after that came out, would you be interested to see more Hey Arnold at this point? Or, uh, I mean, what's your feeling towards, you know, old cartoons kind of coming back? Uh, it's a mixed bag. Some of them are really good. I mean, I know I've seen the She-Ra remake on Netflix. I'll try and get to watch it, but with my busy schedule, it will go on the list now in my life. It's caused a lot of discussion, so yeah. I won't be too surprised if uh, Netflix is going to be seeing an uptake in uh, She-Ra uh, viewership. Yeah, most likely. I mean, uh, a lot of people who I speak to online, they've really enjoyed it. And uh, some of them have really liked the uh, artwork from Noel Stevenson, who's uh, the artist who's uh, done all the artwork for it. Cool. What about yourself? I mean, do you feel like the old cartoons coming back, you know, from the 90s and the 80s? I mean, uh, is, it a, is it an experiment that seems to have paid off, or do you think it's had mixed results? Oh, it's definitely had mixed results, isn't it? But there's... Um Oh, what's it called? Turtle, the Turtles remake. Not very nice. Oh, <laughs> which, Turtles have gone one? through... Exactly. Uh, <laughs> the previous one, as in the cartoon one, I really like that. No, that was you? funny. Yeah? No, I didn't. <laughs> that was, I think that was the 2012 yeah. one. I yeah. like that one. I think it all depends on if you like the styles that the artists do because there's been different remakes of Thundercats as well and people don't like the last one but the one and again the one before that they didn't like it because everybody liked the 80s version but I think it all depends on if you like the art style and if you like the way that people do it because you like the new My Little Pony but not everybody does so that's the thing I think it depends on if you like the artist and if you like the art style and if you like the direction that people go with it I guess it's kind of easy for us. I mean, being thirty odd years old, you know, obviously being in the you know growing up with that eighties and nineties area, and that's uh, you know you kind of look at things with big wide eyes rather, you know, the youth, and so you have that nostalgia for them. While other people, you know, grow up with these new, with these new variations, and they see that as kind of like what their childhood is now. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty much. I, I mean. I have to say, I mean, we've seen the original, so to us, the original is what we see as the standard, whereas the new people will see... We always had the big debate with Total Recall and Robocop. Exactly. The remake Total Recall, I really like. The remake Robocop, no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And can we all agree that the Michael Bay Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle films should just not be talked about anymore? <laughs> uh, to be honest, I never watched them. I saw the uh, trailer for it and I sort of looked at it and went, I don't think I'm going to like this. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. What about Vanilla Ice? <laughs> <laughs> what about Vanilla Ice? <laughs> it's one it, was, it was something for its time, I think. Uh, I think we'll definitely be agreeing with a few of those. Anyway, thanks guys for being on the show. Do appreciate it. Enjoy MCM. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. I had to stop to talk about this. This uh, You'll see this on my Instagram and on my Twitter account. This is an, a, a Steampunk R2-D2. And... Uh, Hi, yep, yep, my name's Chris. I've built this uh, steampunk version of R2-D2. Um, I'm a member of the R2 Builders Club. Um, uh, currently building a, a standard R2, um, but got slightly sidetracked onto the steampunk version. Yeah, well, this is amazing, actually. So this is all wood. Uh, well, most of it is wood. Yeah, the main body of him is wood. His legs are wood. Um, his head is uh, made from a, a metal lampshade. Uh, he's got a couple of scooter motors driving him along. Sorry, not scooter motors, a couple of wheelchair motors that drive him along. And a little bit of smoke coming out of the Jubilee now. <laughs> yeah. So how much build time was uh, dedicated to this? Uh, he was a pretty quick build for me, um, about three months sort of evenings and weekends, so not too bad. Oh, well. So what's the most complex R2-D2 that you've constructed? Um, I mean, he's he's the only one that I've finished so far. I've got another standard one that's underway, but some of the, uh, some of the examples in the R2 Builders Club are absolutely <laughs> phenomenal, the things that they've got. Every panel opening, every gadget working, and... Uh, 
a, a truly amazing piece of work, yeah. It's amazing. So it's amazing how Star Wars now seems to be branching out. I mean, do you think there's actually going to be a day where we actually see a Star Wars movie that's going to be like off, based off the steampunk uh, uh, story? Because there is actually a comic book out there that does tell a steampunk version of the Star Wars uh, lore, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we'll see that um, mainstream so much. Um, you get you get little hints of it coming into uh, lots of lots of different things these days. You get a little bit of it in Doctor Who and uh, all around, and you've got Mortal Engines coming out soon, which is amazingly steampunk-looking film. <laughs> well, we've got to keep an eye on that, but uh, I just have to say this thing looks amazing. So uh, good luck, good work on what you've done. Thanks very much indeed. Cheers. Oh, thank you. I have to talk wrestling with this guy. He's currently cosplaying as the Undertaker at the moment. What's your name? Simon. Hey Simon, how's it going? Very well, thank you. Cool. So you're, you're cosplaying as The Undertaker today, uh, so uh, what's inspired you to uh, dress as him today? Just growing up. 28 years of him at the peak of it, and uh, it's just a tribute to him and I love it, you know. I've been doing it for three years now, so... That's cool. Have you done different variations of The Undertaker? Or? Yeah, about three or four different variations of the eras, but uh, I enjoy this one, The Phenom. Yeah, I say, out of all the eras of The Undertaker, which one are you currently enjoying the most? I like the Phenom one. Um, it depends on mood day. It's been classic, and depending on what you want to watch, you can go old school, purple, the new, badass, anything. It's just, to me, it was just an iconic wrestling figure. So it was, and being six foot five, it kind of helps to do the cosplay. So. Yeah. Is it going to help to like, do like the first original Undertaker? Because uh, you've got to get someone to uh, cosplay his brother of love alongside you. So. That's right, yeah. We keep going way back, but you need two there. We have got a Paul Bearer coming very shortly. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Paul Bearer will be here very shortly, on the way. Yeah. So. Um, there's been a lot of debate about The Undertaker recently, about what he's going to do at WrestleMania and uh, what the future is of The Undertaker. I mean, uh, whether he's going to retire, whether they're going to keep him around again and give him some more money and uh, to do some more stuff. What do you think is going to happen with The Undertaker in the next couple of years? Um, I don't necessarily think it's about money because I think he's done very well for himself. I think it's what he wants to give people back and um, for him to ma wrestle a couple of times a year. Uh, he's in all right shape. There's nothing as big as the pop when he comes out, when the lights go down and that dong comes on. Uh, but there has to be a line and uh, I'm sure he will know when. And I think maybe he will sign off at WrestleMania this time. Um, he doesn't have to win, he doesn't have to lose, but he may just sign off then. I know he's doing a lot of, a lot of Comic-Cons next year. He's in the UK after WrestleMania, um, so perhaps that might be a sign that we may see less of him. But I don't know whether or not he will always disappear because he could come back at any point, that's the thing, and that, that, that enigma will always be there. People will always think, well, perhaps The Undertaker's gonna back so I think that's what he's, he's built on he's been loyal to the brand and I think that uh, when he does go there'll be a big a big void to fill a big void to fill because I think that uh, he's joined up the younger wrestlers with the older wrestlers all the generations he's been top dog and I think that um, he has got to step down um, but when I just don't know he just you know I wouldn't like to guess because I often think that he's yeah this will be his last match his last match but then they can find a spot for him in any sort of match, really. What well, do you think has become more difficult now after Roman Reigns sadly uh, 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 said that he's recently battling leukemia again? I mean, does that look like uh, The Undertaker's going to be making more appearances than we thought he was going to make? Um, I'm not sure if it's related to that. I think that... Um, I think people forget that behind the scenes, I think they're all... And they all work really well with each other and they're all really, really good friends. And I think that would have... 
that would have um, knocked on quite a few people. Um, I think the the Roman reigns, and then with Taker, I think the the reason why we've seen more Taker this year is the Saudi thing. Um, he, for WWE, he's only been a couple of times actually in the main roster anyway. And um, when you think of WrestleMania, you think of Undertaker. So if that's his one or second match a year, then so be it. I don't know whether I actually class the Saudi matches as, you know, they're nice to watch, but, you know. Yeah. I, I'm wondering, like, sometimes I'll look and ask people, like, oh, who's going to be next after The Undertaker? I sometimes, sometimes I ask myself, is he really wise about replacing The Undertaker as who's going to be the big guy? There's going to be no replacement for The Undertaker, surely. Yeah, I don't know whether you can have a like-for-like like in any of the wrestlers, and particularly somebody of the gravitas of, of what Undertaker's done. Um, you've got fandoms, you've got popular wrestlers all over but I don't think you can have a direct replacement for any of them really particularly not your big your big stars you know 28 years of, of service to that that business is like wow you know and uh, and again as being this cosplay you notice you can get children the smallest of children to the the bigger kids shall we say and everybody knows instantly who the undertaker is and that's that's proven itself of the impact he's had isn't it so one last question i want to ask you and it's one of our main talking points uh, for the show uh nxt uk uh triple h recently announced there's going to be an nxt uk takeover in blackpool in uh, january um do you think wwe and also progress and also icw and all the british wrestling organizations do you think do you think british wrestling is now starting to get to the point where it's at giant haystacks level where it's people are starting to like kind of like the trans world sport days where British wrestling started to make a comeback again? Almost oh, definitely. I think over the last um, over the last three years, I think it's become literally British strong style. I, you know, it's uh, it's in your face. I think you've had uh, with Pete with the bout and the Trent and Tyler leading the time with all the other guys around them. I think it's it's pushed. British wrestling back to where it should be. I think we can hold our own pay-per-views. I think we can do that now, and they've definitely got the following. It's exciting times, and uh, it's just hopefully that the WWE play it out properly and give it the you know the justice it deserves. Really, it's um, with such a fantastic bout. It's um, it's really relevant. And yeah, when you when you mention the likes of Haystacks and Daddy and all that, um, I think we're there already. I think we're there. That was. That was thrusting to people because that was what people had to watch. Now people can choose to tune in, but people are choosing to tune in. And uh, I think that that's testament itself. And the boys have been fantastic for, for, for British wrestling, but wrestling in general. I, I can't wait to see one of our boys on the roster. I need to see them, whether it's appreciated. I need to see on that something. I'm keep my fingers crossed that Pete Dunn or Trent or somebody rocks up at one of the, the big ones. But... Yeah, that, that's exciting, the takeover. That that's, looks great, doesn't it? it cool. Well, we're looking forward to seeing what the roster's going to be and what the uh, lineup's going to be for Blackpool, yeah, so that's going to be pretty exciting. Thank you very much for being Thank on the show. Do appreciate care. it. Thank you. Bye-bye. More cosplayers. Uh, can I have your name, please? Uh, wait, sorry, what? Uh, sorry, what's your name? Uh, Shannon. Hey, Shannon. How are you doing? And your name is? Holly. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Uh, good, thank you. Cool. Uh, who are you cosplaying as today? Uh, Cruel Tepes from Awari No Seraph. Oh, that's awesome. Tell us about the show. It's about vampires who have like taken over the world basically, and Kultepes is the vampire queen, 
and um, these two boys are trying to basically take back the country. That's cool. That's awesome. So uh, yeah, I just wanted to. I've been asking everyone about this MCM Comic Con, and uh, I think one uh, sort of talking point that's been uh, has been the passing of Stan Lee, uh, one of the uh, legendary comic creators of Marvel, and uh, wondering how you felt about um, you know the passing of uh, of him. It's really sad because he's made so many like amazing comic heroes that we all look up to and know, and now he's not going to be making any more or any of his little appearances in all of the films. Do you think his legacy still is going to be impacted for a good couple of decades, so even probably even longer than that? 100%, definitely. I think comic books have been around for a long time. They're going to continue to be around for a long time. But just because he's not the creator, the sole creator anymore, I still think they're going to be really popular. What about yourself? How do you feel about Stan Lee passing away recently? Yeah, it was quite sad, but I think yeah, his legacy is still going to carry on. So. I wanted to ask about yourselves, what are you hoping to see today here at MCM and uh, have you got any plans in mind uh, for some of the stores you're going to visit? Uh, definitely all the art stores, I want to get some new uh, pictures to put up on my walls. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of wall space to fill. Yes, definitely. Same for yourself? Yeah, same, yeah. I want to see all the art and, and the other people dressed up as well. Uh, three questions we're asking everybody. The uh, first question is about uh, recently there's been a lot of reboots of cartoons. Uh, recently we've just come off the year anniversary of Hey Arnold and uh, the Jungle movie that recently came out and uh, there's been uh, demands from the fans for uh, like a sixth season of the show. I mean, how do you feel about old cartoon? How do you feel about the old cartoon reboots coming back and uh, being back on television? How do you feel about it? Um, I don't really watch a lot of telly to be honest. I mostly just watch anime, so <laughs> Yeah. It's fine. Do you think, I mean, any classic animes, I mean, if someone said, oh, we're going to reboot this particular type of anime, I mean, how would you feel about that? I mean, would you feel that so the original always stand as kind of like, you know, the testament of anime? Um, oh, I mean, if the fans like it, then it's good that it comes back. So, yeah. What about yourself? What about, you know, cartoons coming back from, like, the 90s and the 80s? I mean, is that uh, something you've... Uh, taken any interest in it at all or no i don't really watch that type of stuff so no i'm not really bothered about it no. mostly here to accompany me yeah <laughs> yeah one other question we're asking everybody and uh, I'm, I'm sure this is probably uh, i probably know what the actual reaction is going to be this or this already but uh, recently i don't know if you noticed uh, uh, professional wrestling has made a kind of a comeback in the uk i'm just wondering is uh, that's something that you know uh, do you think it's something that you've noticed at all or uh, do you think it's something that's kind of passed you by I'm not really into wrestling because, you know, it's all set up, so it's not really a sport, it's just kind of there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It feels like, I feel like it's fake, kind of, but it's not... Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, because um, I mean, it's, you have to go back to probably like the 80s and the 90s when like wrestling was like properly like back in people's you know focus. I mean, do you you don't think you'll take any interest in it at all at all? Even though they've got a big massive show going in Blackpool uh, in January at all? Probably not. No, no, no. not really my thing. Okay. Well, Triple H has got a lot of work to do. So, <laughs> thank you very much for being on the show. Okay, and with some more people here at MCM Comic Con in Birmingham, your name is Ryan Morrison. Grace Monroe. Uh, Hannah McGrath. Hey guys, thank you very much for talking to me. So you're here at MCM Comic Con, uh, what are you hoping to see today? Um, you know, same, same as last year, you know, really good stuff. Some, you know, great, um, you know, cosplay people. There are a lot of people dressed in really good, especially in Star Wars. There's, I've seen a lot of Star Wars people. And, you know, just, just all this, excite, this exciting stuff.
You've seen the Steampunk R2-D2 that's currently roaming around at the moment. That's amazing. Yeah, I've seen, yeah we've, I've, we've seen that. It, it just like, just like you know, went past us straight away. We were taking a picture and it just like, it, it just like just drove past us. <laughs> They're a lot quicker than I remember from the Star Wars films, I have to say. <laughs> what? They're a lot quicker than the, I remember in the Star Wars films. Oh, uh, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah but I've never yeah. really seen yeah. one in person. Yeah. I'm a really big fan of Star Wars and I have to say in the films, R2-D2 is very, very slow. Barely moves. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot faster at Comic-Con. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to start our conversation off on a somber note, but uh, you probably saw the board there, Stan Lee, written memorum, and uh, all the fans can understand. I mean, uh, how do you feel about uh, Stan Lee finally passing on from this world? Well, I mean, like, Stan Lee, he was basically, like, every, every kid's dream when it came to Marvel. He was, like, he was, like, the best and, like, like, knowing that, it's sad knowing that he's passed on, but, like, you know, just knowing that he's, he's left this world with... He's like you know, creator of Marvel. He's left this world with really good pieces, like all these Marvel movies, like especially um, Avengers Four that's going to come out next year. I'm, I think that will be like the final piece of Stan Lee, which I'm hoping to see. I, I'm not really a big fan of Marvel, but I know how much he means to really big Marvel fans. So I feel really sad for them, and I know that he was a great person. Uh, Stanley's been going on for years. He was a legend to everyone. He was the king of cameos, and I don't think any, like, I don't think any of us will forget him. Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, three questions we're asking everybody today. Uh, first question is: uh, There's been a lot of debate about uh, the cartoons that recently have come back from the 80s and 90s, like Hey Arnold and She-Ra and uh, th things like that. I mean, how do you feel about uh, the cartoons of kind of like yesteryear starting to reemerge on uh, television and on, on streaming? Well, I'm. I don't really have a problem with it, really, because like everyone likes the old shows that they used to watch when they when they were like younger. So like the fact that they're bringing it back means that they really do care about. Um, they do really do care about the old shows, and they're not just like making a show and then leaving it and then not not coming back to it in like like a few years time. But yet the fact that they're bringing it back means that you know people are really going to enjoy the the old shows and looking back on how they were. Yeah, I think that like it's very good to bring them back because it's like a generational thing and then it kind of helps younger generations get into the older shows as well and I think that's important. Yeah, I think it's good that they're bringing them back because those who used to watch them will just remember them and they can show them to those who haven't watched them before and they might grow up to like it. Yeah. I mean, how about yourselves? I mean, obviously you're, uh, I mean, you're a part of this uh, you know, other generation, but apart from my generation, I grew up in the 80s and 90s. I mean, how do you feel that, um, do, I mean, do you feel like you look at these shows, but then at the same time you feel like, you know, give me something new? Well, I mean, like, um, if, if they gave us, like, new shows, it's, it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I'd be, still be fine with it. But like, um, I think like just like the old ones are just you know very good. I mean like um, I've I've already seen like the old shows from like the 80s and 90s mainly because uh, I already like filmed the TV show like back in time for school, so I kind of know how it works. And like yeah, the 80s and 90s shows are actually really good. It's awesome. Uh, well, I do think that, like, in terms of technology and all that, we are bringing something new, but I think I feel like the old ones are the classics, you know, and you can't change that. Yeah, I think I'd always prefer the original because I just love the original TV shows. Like, it's good that they're making new TV programs for, like, those who are little and those who might not 
like like the old versions of cartoons. But I think to me, I have to stick with the original TV shows. Okay, the second question we might breeze through because uh, it's the kind of a reception I've been kind of getting around MCM Comic Con, but uh, uh, WWE, uh, the wrestling organization, they've been trying to revive British wrestling and uh, they've recently announced there's going to be a major event going on in Blackpool, NXT ta UK TakeOver. I mean, uh, British wrestling was a thing in Britain a long time ago. Do you think it could become a thing again? Well, I think, I think yeah, yeah, really, because like... Um, British wrestling, it was it was um it was actually really good back it was actually really good um back in the day and like the fact that WWE is going to bring it back, they'll probably add like the its own twist to it, obviously, because it's WWE, it's a really big event, so it's obviously gonna have its own twist. I think it'll be really good that the fact that they're gonna bring British wrestling back because like just to give people of like uh the new generation of insight of what how wrestling was. Exactly as Ryan said, it's <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that it's a good thing to bring these things back, and um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's mine. I'm not a fan of wrestling, but I know there are people who love it, so if they do bring it back, they, yeah, people will like it, and they will watch it. Cool. Thank you very much, guys, for being on the show. I really do appreciate it, and I really hope you enjoy MCM Comic Con. Thank you very much. These cosplays are the best ones I've seen so far, I have to say. Who are you cosplaying as? Um, Rikuru-sama from Inuebuku of Secret Service. Cool. And you are? Uh, a Monsanto from Monsanto. Yeah. And what are your real names? Uh, Zoe. Yeah. James. Hey guys, how are you doing? Alright. Cool. So, uh, yeah, here at MCM Comic Con, uh, what are you hoping to see today? Just more cosplays, really, and Monster Hunter gear. Yeah. You seen anything that impresses you so far in regards to the cosplay besides yourself? <laughs> um... I haven't really seen anyone dressed up. We were here yesterday, but... It's still early in the day. Still it's early, early, so people will turn up later. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, three questions we're asking everyone today here for part of the uh, main part of the show. Uh, first one is that uh, there's been a massive debate about uh, bringing the old cartoon shows back uh, from the 80s and the 90s, Hey Arnold and, uh, and, and the such. How do you feel about uh, these the old reboots coming back? And uh, recently, Hey Arnold fans have been talking to me about uh, there being a sixth season of their show. Uh, how, how does that make you feel? Bringing up back the classics, but keeping them still classic, not bringing all the new stuff into it. Yeah, pretty much the same. Like the classics can come back, but don't make them too different because you're just going to upset people. Yeah. Uh, second thing we're talking about everyone today is um, recently there's been uh, a move by WWE uh, Wrestling uh, to bring back British Wrestling. They've announced a massive uh, uh, show at, uh, in January called NXT TakeOver UK and uh, they've also started doing uh, weekly shows called NXT UK TakeOver. I mean, uh, how do you guys feel about British Wrestling trying to make a comeback from uh, the days of old? I never really watched wrestling so I've got really nothing to say on it to be honest. Yeah, same. I wasn't really following wrestling. Yeah. Do you think uh, WWE could entice you to possibly watch a show? Probably not, no. Not my cup of tea. No, no, unfortunately <laughs> not. No, cool. So, uh, and... Um, I completely forgot what the third question was. What the hell, what the hell was it? Um, oh, yeah, I remember what it was now. So, uh, uh, recently, um, there's been a massive debate about Brexit recently, about uh, whether the politicians can actually sort it out. And, uh, I mean, how do you feel about whether you want a general election, a people's vote, or uh, would you just want them just to get on with it? I don't... I don't get involved with any of the politics about it. So, okay, so you're, not, you're indifferent. And just, yourself? Just get on with it. Just get on with it. That's pretty much it. Just get it on and sort it out. Cool. Thank you very much for being on the show. I really do appreciate it. I hope you enjoy MCM Comic Con. Thank you very much. Here with more cosplayers, your name is? Jeff, Jeff Cummings. Melovan. Richard. Hey guys, how are you doing? Good, good. Yeah, yeah. I've not been here too long. 
it's, uh, it's starting to fill up. Yeah. Uh, first thing we'd like to talk to you guys about is, uh, also, I don't know if you've seen the board, uh, Stan Lee in Memorum. I mean, uh, remembering Stan Lee, what do you remember uh, best about him? Um, what can you say? There'll never be another Stan Lee. Um, and look at the legacy he's created, you know, from, from, from his very first, um, you know, the, the, the fantastic four. Because I guess if, if you recall, he nearly gave up comics when he worked for, I think it was Atlas Comics, I think it was initially. Yeah, it was Atlas Comics back then. Yeah. And, um, and his wife basically said, Stan, you need to do what you, because you not want to do. He's really, he's really down about his work and whoosh, Fantastic Four was created and he didn't look back and, and look, look at the legacy he's created now, I mean, the characters are just you know, amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh, I haven't really followed him that much really, I just know him from the cameos from the films really and comic books and yeah. stuff like that. So. And, 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 and talking about that one as well, it's really fitting that he did his cameo for Avengers 4 as well. Yeah. So I think it's all very done. Uh, it's all ready. It's ready to go. I'm looking forward to the film. Probably might be that. Hopefully they'll CGI him into the rest of the films. So he's got some form of presence. Yeah. Then yeah. we should talk about Avengers Four, with uh, obviously being Stan Lee's going to be last appearance. But uh, putting uh, obviously, uh, I'm not wanting to put him aside. But uh, I mean, obviously, we're talking, we have to talk about Avengers Four. I mean, uh, what's your expectation for this film, and uh, what do you hope you're going to see in, in Avengers Four? Well, <laughs> how can you follow um, three, really? But um, there's, there's been a lot of spoilers, spoiler alerts out there saying you know, a lot of the characters are not going to be there. And, and we know in the news that you know Evans and the likes have said that, well, they're done now, so who knows? But you know, Thanos holds the key, as usual, as well as the huge gauntlet. Yeah, it should be amazing. I'm really looking forward to it and can't wait to see uh, more action. Awesome, and uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy was uh, Dolium Three seems to have uh, gone into uh, gone into basically disappeared into nowhere really, and so I mean, obviously, with uh, Dave Bautista now uh, signing up with the WWE to potentially do some stuff with them, do you think you'll ever see? Do you think you'll ever see the light of day at this point? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just look at the popularity of, um, of one and two. I mean, huge films, and you know, critically acclaimed films as well. So they'd be stupid not to. Yeah, I can't wait to see the next one, and I don't think they're going to go away. They'll be back. Cool. Uh, three questions we're asking everyone as part of the main part of the show. Uh, the first one is about uh, cartoons being rebooted from the 80s and 90s and uh, being rebooted to now. Uh, recently, Hey Arnold fans have been saying that since uh, the Jungle movie uh, last year was such a success that they, they feel in their eyes that they, they uh, warrant a sixth season of the show. How do you feel about old cartoons coming back? Well, I'm, I'm a bit cynical, but... Um it's an easy way to make money because you, the, the, they were successful in, in the 80s and 90s and people of my age, well, probably younger, so I'm, I'm, I'm no spring chicken anymore. Um, and neither me, mate, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, you know, we remember these things fondly, so the nostalgia thing plays a big part. I mean, nostalgia is all around us here right now. Um, it gives, it gives uh, people a chance to make new memories. Uh, and stuff like that, bring new people fans. into the fandom. Yeah, new fans. It's like Star Wars. That's to do what Star Wars does and does, does it really well. It creates new fans from each generation. It's yeah. absolutely brilliant. I was going to say the abundance of Spider-Man cartoons that have been occurring since the since the dawn of time, pretty much. You know, Spider-Man's never going to go away. He's all, he's here to stay, kind of thing. So Stan Lee's favorite favorite character. So yeah. you know, it says a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a powerful thing to have, you know, the backing of the boss pretty much, isn't it? So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Stanley always said it was his favourite character, you know what? And 
Spider-Man is uh, can be a role model for a lot of, lot of kids. You know, Peter Parker, bullied in, in high school, didn't have the balls to, 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 um, to ask his, uh, his, the love of his life out. And, um, hey, you know, there's a lot of kids suffer with confidence problems and they can, they can use Spider-Man as a great role model. He was, he, yeah, he was, he was the, the, the great thing about him is that he was so relatable. And like it was, you know, he, was, he, was a, he was a kid next door. Yeah. He was the kid he next door. The most most of the heroes in the Marvel universe consider him as one of the greatest. They all look up to him. So yeah. even he's if he doesn't, perfect. Look, yeah, he's got flaws, which makes him more relatable. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, second question we're asking everybody: um, WWE is making a massive effort to bring back British wrestling. Uh, they've announced the, they've usually done NXT UK. They've now announced yeah. NXT UK Takeover in January at Blackpool. Um, is this is this something you're taking notice of, or is it something that's kind of passing you by? Yeah, I mean, um, I run a comic con myself, so I'm um, I've already been approached by a couple of wrestling companies to um, to have a ring there and do some fights and stuff. So I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> you've got to you've got to think about what what people want to see. And comic con isn't just about comics anymore. Over the years, it's spread into all sorts. It's yeah, got it's tentacles. About like TV, movies, wrestling. Everything. Any fandom yeah. there is, it, it's here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're definitely in a mini boom period for when it comes to British wrestling. You know, it's really starting to take over. Yeah, I, I yeah, think you agree with. Cool. Uh, third question we're asking everybody, and it's probably, I know it's probably something everyone's talked to death, but uh, uh, recently Brexit has been talked about a lot of the time, and uh, there's a debate of whether the politicians can actually deliver what, they, what people want. So, um, if it came to either a people's vote, a general election, or just getting on with it, how would you feel about it? Well, they're not going to deliver what the people wanted, because, I mean, uh, for me personally, I wanted to remain. Um, and, you me know, too. I think, <laughs> but, unfortunately, we didn't get that. People wanted to leave, but I think what we're going to end up with is somewhere in between. So, it's, 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 it's going to be... It's, 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 it's not good for, for the economy either, because I've... All shows, I've spoken to a lot of Comic-Con promoters and their shows are suffering because people are not spending money. So I think it's having a knock-on effect for, for retail in general. Yeah. I guess the uh, the conservative defence would be that is like, oh, well, you know, we can get more Japanese things or we can get more, uh, you know, so from other markets rather than Europe. I mean, uh, would you accept that as a, you know, as a, as a, as, a, as an alternative to, uh, to Europe? They've got no choice. They're stuck between a rock and a hard place now. We can't have full Brexit. We can't have, you know, re re yeah, we can't have remain. Yeah, I mean, what they could have done with is give everybody a lot of more information so they could have made a better decision. Yeah. There, there, there and that's there, what they there, failed there, to do. There was a lot of fake news and misinformation around um, at the time, especially around the NHS, around the, the, the battle bus with 360-odd million, which was a complete lie. Uh, and uh, currently there's actually a private prosecution actually to Boris Johnson for that at the moment, currently going. Yeah, I hope they get him. Yeah. Yeah. But well, what about you? I mean, what about yourself? I mean, so would you say either general election, people's vote, or just get on with it? I say get on with it. You know, we've made it. You know, the decision was made. You know, yeah, the if you're more time it, you waste, it. the more money you waste. So you can't go we, back on what people voted for at the end of the day. So we can't hurt the economy any more than than we have already. Because when I mean, you look at the, the stock markets, the currency markets, just the pound is just you know on its knees. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see how this all plays out, guys. Thank you very much for being on the show. I do appreciate it, and uh, yeah, yeah, hope you're really enjoying CM Comic Con. Thank, thank you, you, guys. Right, cheers.
Got a Harry Cobb Potter pause player for us here. So uh, your name is? It's Nathan. Hey Nathan, how you doing, Nathan? Uh, thank you. Yeah. Who are you cosplaying as today? Uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. Cool. And uh, he's been a massive inspiration for you. Yeah, especially when I was little. I grew up um, watching Harry Potter and reading the books. So it was a big influence to me getting into um, all the fantasy stuff. And as I grew up, I just fell in love with it more especially the newer films coming out and Fantastic Beasts so it's just something I've always wanted to cosplay yeah. I always like to ask this about Harry Potter fans do you prefer the books or do you prefer the movies always the books yeah. always the books it's just the films miss out so many uh, details on the books especially characters like Peeves and then for nerds so nearly had this next death day party in the second book. There's just so much detail to miss out. It's a shame, really. Yeah. So you come here to MCM Comic Con. Uh, what are you hoping to see today? Oh, just various di di uh, bits and pieces. Uh, mostly fairy tale because that's my favourite anime at the moment. But I also like um, Tokyo Ghoul and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you noticed the when you came in. Uh, the board was uh, Stan it says Stanley in memoriam. Um, do you have any uh, thoughts about Stanley passing away uh, this year? It's just such a shame because he looked really healthy and no one suspected he had any health issues or anything like that. So it's just a shame really for the industry, especially when he's contributed so much. Mm -hmm. I mean, how would you feel, how do you think Harry Potter fans are going to feel if, uh, you know, if J.K. Rowling finally passes on? I mean, is uh, that going to be a massive mourning period, I think, for the Harry Potter fandom if that should happen? Well, it, it will be, especially now that people are getting more into the films and the books. But we'll just have to see what happens, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, three questions we're asking everyone today. Uh, the first question is is about uh, old cartoons coming back from the 80s and the 90s. Uh, hey Arnold fans have recently been telling my show that they want to see a sixth season of the cartoon show Hey Arnold. How would you feel about seeing a sixth season again? I think everyone's looking forward to a new season, especially when a lot of people are into this generation now have grown up with things like that. So it'd be quite fun to see how, how they deal with something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, second question we're asking everybody is uh, WWE has been trying to bring back British wrestling. Uh, they've been doing NXT UK. Uh, they've been to Birmingham, they've been to, they've been to Liverpool, and then they're going to be going to Blackpool in January for their big NXT TakeOver UK uh, pay-per-view. Um, do you think WWE can make British wrestling attractive to someone like yourself? Well, definitely, because you see the homegrown talent that the country has to offer, and also it's a good, a cheap experience for everyone to go see, especially for the family. Cool. And uh, last question we're asking everybody is uh, about Brexit. Um, recently, the politicians have been debating this to the death, and uh, now it's uh, people have been arguing for another general election, another people's vote, or just to get on with Brexit. I mean, how? Uh, which one of those three would you want to go to at this point? I say at the moment we've had a vote, so I just say let's just get on with it now because they're fussing about it. We've got a deal. Let's just try and get on with it. Cool. Thank you very much for being on the show. I do appreciate it. Enjoy MCM Comic Con. Here at MCM uh, Comic Con Birmingham, another cosplayer. Your name is Maddie. Who are you cosplaying as today? I'm cosplaying Belle. Wow. And so, how, how much uh, Belle? Belle is a character. Has she been an inspiration for you in your life? Or? Yeah, she's such a strong, independent woman, and she stands up for what she believes is right. And I love that about her. It's amazing. <laughs> her next appearance is going to be in Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, Ralph breaks the internet. And uh, is that a movie you're looking forward to? I'm really looking forward to it. I'm so excited to come out. 30th of November, here we come. <laughs> yeah. It's just amazing that Disney seems to have now kind of been taking interest in like, uh, seems to be listening to their fans away. They want to see a more laid back version of the Disney princesses rather than, you know, them just basically just in frocks. 
That is true, that is true. Like it sounds I'm really looking forward to doing it. I would love to cosplay one of them as well. Just do like a massive group, it'd be great. <laughs> That's awesome. So you're at MCM Comic Con Birmingham and obviously you've had a lot of photos with uh, you your beautiful cosplay by the way. Yeah. Thank you very much, yeah. yeah. I've only just got here and all the kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's amazing, like all the kids are just wide eyed about, you know, all the all the wacky characters that are currently around here, so it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing bringing characters to life and seeing like people's faces light up. It's just like it's means the world <laughs> yeah it's like it's amazing because like, uh, mcm comic con seems to be the only place where you know you'll see a you know beautiful uh, cosplay like yourself and then all of a sudden you'll uh, turn a corner and all of a sudden there's a predator it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's very true it's quite amusing in that way <laughs> yeah uh, three questions we're asking everyone here for the arrow meta show uh, the first one is about uh, 80s and 90s cartoons uh, making a comeback here in 2018 uh, recently he, uh, fans of the cartoon show hey arnold have been asking for a sixth season of the show i mean how would you how do you feel about the whole uh, thing of rebooting shows and uh, bringing them back for a new generation I think it's quite a good idea it gives a whole new sense of the feel of it and I think it's quite nice to see a new person take that inspiration forward <laughs> yeah. I mean how do you feel I mean obviously they remade Beauty and the Beast and uh, I mean I don't know how you feel about the new version compared to the old version I really like it if you look at it as a different story it's a different director and it's a whole different set of people doing it I think it's a beautiful set that they put together and it just make it just looks amazing. And I think people forget that it's not the original. Yeah. And a good choice for Belle? Oh yeah, Emma Watson is perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, second question we're asking everybody is that WWE, the wrestling organization, they want to bring back British wrestling. Uh, they put on a, a dedicated an entire weekly show now called w, called NXT UK. And uh, they've been doing shows around Birmingham, doing shows around Liverpool. And recently, uh, Triple H recently announced a, a massive show in Blackpool in January I mean, called NXT UK TakeOver. I mean, is that something that's... Uh, could interest you at all? I mean, is that something that could WWE make you want to watch wrestling again here in Britain? I'm not a huge wrestling person, I must say, but maybe I might, maybe I won't. We'll find out. <laughs> I'm sure we will. And the uh, third question we're asking everybody is: uh, We've recently been talking about Brexit quite a lot here on the show, and uh, <laughs> as probably a lot of other uh, news stations have been doing as well. And uh, so uh, the, right now, people are going in three directions: they either want a general election, they want a people's vote, or they just want them just to get on with Brexit and just be done with it. How do you feel at the moment? I would like a revote because personally, like I wasn't old enough when the vote happened. I'd only just turned. Um, 18 just after it happened and I'd like to be able to put my opinion forward for it. So you would go for a people's vote? Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> Thank you very much for being on the show. I really do appreciate it and uh, you look beautiful by the way. Thank you very much. Your name is? Chris. And your name is? Amy. Hey guys, how are you doing? Not bad. Yeah, cool. So you're here at MCM Comic Con. Can I see who you're cosplaying as today? Uh, Kellogg. Kellogg. And he's from? Fallout 4. That's awesome. And you are? The Silver Shroud. Oh, and where's she from? Fallout 4. Fallout 4, yeah. My little brother plays a lot of Fallout, and he's in Fallout 4. I don't think he's got into Fallout 76 yet, I don't think so. He's not He's not that far along, I don't think. But, yeah. I mean, Fallout as a game series, I mean, how do I mean, how do you feel about it now and the direction that it's going? I'm not a fan of the online game. Not online at all? No. The previous games, I love them to pieces. Yeah. I mean, is Fallout 4 your favourite? or uh... Uh, No, it's Fallout 2. Fallout 2 is your favourite? Yeah. Do you feel the same way? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how does the old Fallouts compare to, I mean, what do you think they, do you think in the online, what do they miss compared to, like, you know, the Fallout 2, you know, the Fallout experience that you're more familiar with? Um, the lack of NPCs. Um, you, it's just fetch quests. You listen to a holotape and then you walk somewhere and you fetch the thing 
and then you magically gain items in your inventory. Yeah. You, don't, you don't see an argument of why that can't be included in the online game? What, sorry? You can't see why that couldn't be included in the online game or NPCs. Yeah, it just feels a bit lazy. Yeah. How they've done it. You feel the same way? Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, you come here to MCM Comic Con, uh, what are you hoping to see today? Uh, we're just after the merchandise really. Yeah, <laughs> got to get the goodies. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what are you hoping to get yourself? Are you just, uh, just browse, generally browsing? Hopefully Fallout stuff. Lots of Fallout stuff. Yeah, yeah, more to the collection. Yeah. <laughs> uh, three questions we're asking everyone as uh, part of the general show. Um, the first thing we're asking is about 80s and 90s cartoons coming back in 2018. Uh, fans of the cartoon show Hey Arnold have been uh, justifying that they should get a sixth season of Hey Arnold after they had their uh, movie that came out, Hey Arnold the Jungle movie, uh, last year. Uh, how do you feel about um, older cartoons coming back for a new generation? Depends how they're done. Um, if they're close to the original then, yeah, but if they're a completely different thing. Yeah. Well, Craig Bartlett, who originally created the created the show, he would be still in charge of it. You know, so, I mean, would that give you any comfort at all? I think that'd be the right direction, yeah. Yeah. So, um, also, second question we're asking everybody is that uh, WWE wrestling, uh, they've been trying to bring back British wrestling. It uh, was something that was a big a long time ago. Uh, they've tried to bring back something called British Strong Style, and uh, they've been doing dedicating a lot of TV time to it. And uh, recently, Triple H uh, announced, the CEO of WWE, he announced a massive show in Blackpool called WWE NXT TakeOver UK. Uh, which will be the biggest NXT show that they've actually done here in, in Britain. I mean, is uh, WWE trying everything they can to kind of remake, bring this back into the mainstream? Can you see this coming back at all? Or? Um, I didn't really follow it the first time around. So. I didn't really follow it either. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be... Do you think it'll be a... It'll be a you'll need to, like... Uh, something will need to really happen to kind of like bring it into your consciousness, if you will. I think if WWE's behind it, they'll, they'll manage... And uh, one last question we're asking everybody, and uh, it's kind of a question everyone's kind of sick of, but uh, uh, recently Brexit's been a massive talking point on the show, and uh, they've been asking, uh, since the politicians are making such a, a mess of it from the looks of it, some people have been asking for a general election, some people have been asking for a people's vote, people have just been saying just get on with it because we're sick and tired of it already. Where do you stand in all of this? Um, I've been a Remainer the whole time, so I think that they are bolting it up mm -hmm. quite, quite badly. Yeah. Well, enough for a general election or a people's vote, or...? Uh, another, another referendum it'll be a completely different outcome I think I don't really follow politics really so yeah I just think so yeah I, this is the thing like uh, one thing uh, when I talk about people who are just sick and uh, is it because you're sick and tired of politics or is it just you just can't be bothered following it I just I'm not really too sure really I'm just kind of sick and tired of like hearing about it I think you think we talk about it too much yeah yeah cool here at MCM and I'm here with um, Daisy. Hi, Jamie. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good, thanks. You go. uh, so you're here at MCM Comic Con. Uh, what do you What do you think so far? Yeah, it's been good. It was really busy yesterday, but today seems a bit calmer, so we can kind of yeah. wear, a, wear a bigger costume and walk around in it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot quieter than the London show, so this one's kind of just the last one that I always do. So it's a nice one to sort of end the, the con season with, and it's a nice venue and. The atmosphere is always good here. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I, yeah, I usually go to London myself. Unfortunately, I couldn't go this year. But uh, you know, uh, so um, do you go around all the MCMs, pretty much uh, around the country, or? Uh, I used to. Which ones have I done? I used to do. Yeah, I always do Birmingham and London. I 
Scotland is on the cards next year though. I, I do want to check that one out. I normally just do London because it's near me, so this is my first time here. Oh, cool. What do you think about it so far? Yeah, it's good. It's a lot, I feel like it's a lot calmer than London is. I feel like London's always quite intense. I was going to say, London is very good at packing the Excel Center, so. Yeah, well. yeah, as I said, there's always a, a load of people there as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we start off on a sombre moment, unfortunately, uh, the passing of Stan Lee this year, and uh, obviously there's the Immorium um, board on the uh, on the wall there, and I'm just wondering what you thought of uh, the uh, of Stan Lee uh, passing away. Yeah, I mean, he, he was like, he phoned me, because I, I literally was on my way home on the train, and there was no signal, and then like I was trying to get through to him to be like, oh my God, have you heard? And it was just, yeah. Just, yeah, no, I'm even tearing up now. Yeah, saddest, like, I've been kind of, prepping myself for the day and when it happened I just just broke down it's like the saddest thing mm -hmm. I don't know it feels like it's the saddest thing that's ever happened yeah. like because I'm such you such an icon to me growing up like through school and stuff like that and have someone like that to just go but leave such an impact on the world is re really inspiring but at the same it's heartbreaking at the same time you know, Stan Lee's obviously been a, a huge, uh, had a huge impact on the comic book industry, probably one of the reasons why we're talking about comic books now. And uh, so, uh, I mean, looking at the future now of Marvel and looking at the future of the comic book industry, I mean, uh, do you think we'll ever see another Stan Lee again? Never be another Stan no, There will never be another Stan Lee. Same as there will never be another Jack Kirby or a Steve Ditko. Um, like, those three guys made the characters we love today and... Yeah, there, has, there have been characters created within the last 20 years which have left an impact. Like obviously Deadpool came around in the 90s and he's causing mayhem all over the place now. And obviously we've just got Miles Morales was recently made in the last 10 years and I feel like he is, he's going to be quite a big character, especially with the upcoming film that he's in. Because ever since he came along I've loved him. Um, but it's nice to see that he's now getting a lot of recognition. And obviously, like Bendis and um, Pacelli made him, and hopefully more characters like that can come along. Yeah, Nintendo Switch uh, tournament in the background, and a lot of excitement going on over there. And uh, um, you know, Stanley will live on in our hearts, uh, you know, for pretty much for generations and generations. I think will probably still be talking about him to this day, uh, no I just, doubt. I, I feel sorry for the people born in the next 10, 20 years. Who won't? Like obviously, we've he's been around when we grew up, reading his stuff and watching his films and stuff. And it'll be weird, like when I have kids and stuff, and they'll be like, "Who's Stan Lee?" And I can just be like, "Well, I can tell you who Stan Lee is." And yeah, it's just it'd be sad for the people in the future who won't know him when he's been around. But do you think he's cemented his legacy though? Do you think he's uh, he's definitely up there with Walt Disney and uh, oh, all the other uh, legendary creators of, uh, of animation? Bigger. I think he's bigger than Walt Disney. You might kill me for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a debate in itself. And uh, so, uh, I mean, three topics we're focusing on on here in the Arrow Meta show. Well, the first one being about uh, 80s and 90s cartoons coming back here in 2018. Uh, hey Arnold fans have been asking for a thick season of the show. Um, how do you feel about uh, the uh, another about another season of shows coming from uh, the, from that generation and uh, going on to another generation? Uh, see, we had this discussion the other day when we were out for dinner, and I really want. Because I know there's a new He-Man coming out, but it's very, I know it's meant to be very um, 
aimed at children. Yeah. Well, Shira has been the um, the I guess you could say the testing. You know the, the testing for that. I guess you could say. Yeah, I only noticed on Netflix the other day. There was like, oh, this is a new Shira show. <laughs> but uh, He Man, because I'm a big Skeletor fan, so I'd love to just see more He Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself? I mean, how do you feel about the uh, you know some of the old school coming back and being part of the new school? Yeah, I mean, I feel like they kind of with that sort of thing, you always have to do it some sort of justice. Like the fans obviously know the characters and they want them to sort of be the same. So as long as you don't like deviate, obviously they've got to evolve, but I think as long as you don't deviate too far from that, it's okay. And like, I mean, if you're such a fan of something that, like obviously those things were very big when they were around. So if you're a fan of it, you always want to see, I feel like you would always want to see more. So you just have to be careful that it is sort of doing it justice still. Cool. Uh, second question we're asking everybody. Um, WWE right now is trying to bring back Brit British wrestling. Uh, they've been doing, uh, dedicating a lot of TV time to something called NXT UK, which is um, their kind of their uh, show that they appear on every Wednesday nights on uh, WWE Network. And uh, now uh, Triple H has recently announced that there's going to be a massive pay-per-view called NXT TakeOver UK, which is going to be uh, a massive show taking place in January in Blackpool. Um, what do you think of the effort to try and bring back British wrestling to the forefront of everyone's minds at the moment. Do you think it's something that's going to catch on? I have no idea. Maybe. But I'm not really... I, don't, I wouldn't know much about that, but... Yeah. Do you think it's something that the, you could be enticed into watching at all, or...? Probably not. Some my brother <laughs> might enjoy, but not me. <laughs> I used to watch wrestling. Um, but obviously, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and the guys who do the podcasts are really into their wrestling. So I kind of get like all the latest news of what's going on through them, but I don't go out of my way and watch it. Yeah. But I was, I know like, if someone if you said to me today, what's the most popular wrestler around? I, I, I'd have no idea. Um, but I grew up when it was like John Cena, Rey Mysterio, um, that sort of era. So. Yeah. Doing the lack of crazy new stars, I mean like Hulk Hogan's recently came back uh, to WWE. So never knew, didn't know that. Yeah. But. Uh, did you think the fact that they, 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 failed to they failed to create relatable stars, people that you can relate to? Do you think that's a problem for WWE? Uh, well, I remember when I was growing up, I've always been short. So, and then when Rey Mysterio come along as like the shortest wrestler, I was like, oh, cool, someone really small. I can, I can like, he's my favorite because he's small. But, I mean, yeah, they, some of them are good role models, yeah, I, I'd say. A lot, especially, I think a lot of the divas are good role models. Uh, my, my well, the women's wrestlers are now not divas, but uh. oh, they see, yeah, yeah. No they, they, they shake off the divas uh, yeah. moniker actually. Okay, cool. Yeah. And uh, a third question we're asking everybody, and uh, I know you're probably sick of hearing about this, but Brexit. Um, there, so recently, there's been a talk about whether there's going to be another general election. There's going to be another people, or there might be a people's vote, another referendum, or the people just want them just to get on with Brexit and just get on with it. Uh, how do you feel at this moment in time? Honestly, I've, politics is just something I try not to get involved with. Do you feel it's worn you down or do you feel like it's just it's a minefield you don't want to cross? Sick of hearing about it now. Can't be. Obviously, whatever's going to happen, people aren't going to be happy. And whatever, if they do a general election again, it's, there'll still be people not happy. Mm -hmm. So you can't win. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of like... Obviously, you have to engage with it because you live here. I thought that you get to a point where you're like, okay, it's been going on for a while, and it's just kind of going around in circles. And it's like, oh, so it's like always in the background, but it's not something that's like at the forefront. 
yeah. of like means on the forefront of everything but it's like after a while you kind of become immune to it because it's just everywhere I always like to big up the independent animated artists and uh, this one right here, it goes by the name of Mike Lee Graham. How are you doing, mate? Hi, I'm doing good, thanks. How about you? Yeah, doing good. So uh, what brings you to MCM Comic Con today? Um, I'm here doing uh, commissions for people on the day and uh, kind of promoting my poster designs and artwork. Yeah, that's cool. So who are you doing commissions for at the minute? Uh, I'm doing, uh, well, this one's actually just for myself at the moment. I'm in between commissions, uh, so I'm kind of like trying to... Uh, lure people in with the Suspiria commission I've been working on at the moment. Yeah, so who's, who's this you working on? Uh, sorry, say that again? Uh, what's the character you're working on? Oh, so this is, um, I think her name's um, Susan uh, from uh, the re- recent Suspiria film that came out. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Kind of reminds me of something that. So you ever played uh, Detroit Beyond Human on. Uh, oh, you know, I've seen it. Um, I, I saw a lot of it, but I, did, I never got around to playing yeah, it. Yeah, kind of reminds me of something that uh, um, uh, one of the characters would draw when, oh, uh, you know, okay. during the, during the artist yeah. scene. Lots, so. of, uh, lots of blood and guts then. Uh, not blood yeah. and guts, but more kind of just like despair and things like that. Oh, okay, so. sure. Well, yeah, I'm, I think I'm getting a bit depressed drawing this, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Needs a little bit more light hide on the, uh, on the cards, I uh, Well, yeah, I got a, I did a Dragon Ball Z piece yesterday and some Star Wars stuff yesterday, so that was a little bit nicer, but. Um, maybe I'm. Uh, I think maybe I've done too much fun stuff. So now I've, I've gone into the depths. I was gonna say the abundance of stormtroopers at the minute. I can't be too surprised if, uh, and also that steampunk R2D2 that seems to be rolling around as well. Yeah, so. There are. There are. I've seen so many R2D2s today, and there's that one that's really pumping out loud music. Um, so like pretty difficult to miss. Was it the real? Will the real R2D2 please stand up? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. So uh, what's the what's your major piece that you're currently working on at the minute? What are you trying to get everyone excited for at the moment? Um, uh, at the moment, um, well, uh, recently, um, uh, with a writer behind me, Mike Garley, um, we uh, d- uh, got a, a Kickstarter f- uh, funded uh, for a horror comic that we were working on. So I'm kind of like between big projects at the moment, but um, I'm making a push to get more poster design work going on. Uh, I'm working on a Last Jedi poster, a Mad Max poster, and uh, I'll be turning the Suspiria uh, piece into a poster as well. Cool. Uh, as you can see, there's the wall there behind us, uh, Stanley in memoriam, and uh, obviously it's uh, comic book industry is pretty much in mourning at the moment. And uh, so, how do you uh, currently feel at this point in time? Um, you know, it's always really, really sad when some like a, a huge creator like that uh, passes away. But um, you know, Stanley did so much, and you know, it, I, I've kind of uh, described it as uh, he kind of completed life, and uh, he was like on the bonus levels. Uh, in any case, um, so I, I just think it's great how um, you know. Everyone's mourning him, but also at the same time, there's a lot of like, kind of like, good to take from just such a, a legendary life that he led as well. That's awesome. Uh, three things we're currently talking about on the Aaron Mesa show at the minute. Uh, the first thing is uh, recently about uh, 80s and 90s cartoons currently coming back in 2018. Uh, a lot of reboots coming in. Uh, hey Arnold fans have basically been talking to me about one they only want to see a sixth season of Hey Arnold. Uh, so how do you feel about uh, old cartoons coming back? Oh, I love it because. Um, you know, what's, what's that, like 40 years ago now, almost? Um, you know, there are so many great stories that were told in um, those cartoons back then. There's so many amazing characters and stuff. Uh, but, you know, when you go back to watch those, like, some of them can seem really dated. So it's great to take those characters and try something new with them, I think. Yeah. Do you think with the uh, comic book characters that have come back in uh, various forms, and obviously we've got Spider-Man, uh, the, uh, the new Spider-Man film coming up in, which is going to bring in various ver- variations of... Uh, of Spider-Man, if you will. I mean, it's like, uh, I mean, do you think there should be like, uh, I mean, how wise is it to like have the same character, but then have like kind of like a same spin on a character for every generation? Um, yeah, it's a tricky one. I mean, I, I, I guess um, uh, purists would say that it's best just to kind of stick to the uh, 
the original character and not sort of like deviate too much outside of like what that that character originally kind of started with. But you know what, in comics, I mean, so many stories are getting told with that same character. I think it's actually more interesting just to kind of take a spin on the character, you know, do something different. Um, you know, it seems to work really nicely with like a DC comics. Like, you know, they've got all their different universes and stuff like that. Some of my favorite um, comics are from that kind of ilk, like, um, you know, uh, Superman Red Sun, for instance. That's one of my favorite Superman stories. And, uh, you know, that's not, that's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second question we're asking everybody. Um, WWE right now is trying to make a really big deal of British wrestling. Uh, they've recently been doing uh, the NXT shows. The Triple H recently announced that there's going to be a massive show in January for NXT TakeOver UK. Uh, so that's going to be like their first British pay-per-view, if you will. I mean... Do you feel there's a buzz currently going right now for wrestling to make a return? Uh, I have a friend who is absolutely bananas about wrestling, and he is interested in Japanese wrestling, British wrestling, um, yeah, and obviously like um, you know American wrestling as well. He took me to go and watch a show, and I've never seen anything like it. The passion from British wrestling fans is enormous, so I think there's definitely a case for for that, yeah. And the last thing is, uh, unfortunately, it's a topic I think most people are kind of getting sick of right now, and that's Brexit. And uh, so there's um, three ways people seem to be going right now on my on my on my social media feed. But some people calling for another general election, some people calling for a second referendum, the people's vote, quote unquote, and people just saying, look, just get on with Brexit. Just get on. We voted already. We've already done it. How do you feel about all this? Um, I'm probably in the. I think we might need to do a second referendum camp. Um, it's just there's so many kind of unknowns and stuff that I mean like w when Brexit happened in the first place there was a lot of um, uh, a lot of misinformation I feel like and a lot of hopeful thinking and um, now that um, you know push has come to shove and we're trying to get like a you know all this actually put together um, I don't know man it, it just seems like it seems like a very big move uh, considering it doesn't seem like a lot of people know exactly what's going to happen. It seems like a, a huge risk. Um, so it might, it might say, be as, as, as a comic book creator, what does it mean for you? I mean, does it affect you in any particular way of which way this country goes? Um, well, you know, to some extent, because I wanted to go and do some um, European comic cons, um, and I'm not really sure... You know, let's put it this way. It's up in the air. You know, that's, that's what it feels like at the moment. Um, everything's up in the air, and it's like, it, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm very unsure about what it means for me as a comic creator because, you know, I, I, I do editorial illustration as well, um, and, you know, whenever anything like this happens, everyone just kind of closes up their wallets. Yeah. I was going to say, because, you know, the typical Brexiteer will probably come up to you and say, well, why would you need Europe? You could go to, like, San Diego Comic-Con or something like that and maybe do something over there. Uh... It's far away, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could probably imagine that would be the response. Anyway, thank you very much for coming up on the show. And by the way, you want to go to MikeLeeGraham.com if you uh, want to check out some really cool artwork. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for being on the show. Cheers, mate. Thank you so much for coming. Bye-bye. Another independent writer, his name is uh, Jed McPherson. How are you doing, Jed? I'm all right, thanks. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your work today. Uh, yeah, sure. Which uh, book is it that you uh, most... Uh, want to know about? Well, I'll tell you what, let's start with the snow. What's the snow? Uh, it's the show. Oh, the uh, show. <laughs> the show. Uh, it's a uh, reality TV satire, kind of like the Truman Show, if the Truman Show was run by Hunter S. Thompson. This is a kind of crazy, drug-fueled, hallucinogenic take on reality TV. Uh, so a far more exciting version of the Truman Show. 
Uh, hopefully. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. So how long have you been writing for? Uh, so I've sort of been writing seven years, uh, but I've only really started uh, being confident enough in my work to actually uh, hire artists in the last two or so. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, what's been the road like? You know, getting towards you know starting off writing something and then getting it towards the uh, you know the the, the conceptual phase, like uh, you know getting it into uh, into into comic form. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a long road, I guess. Um, it mostly starts with the scripts and then finding an artist that you think suits the project properly and then setting up a budget for the book uh, and then trying to manage deadlines to get everything out on time. Um, depends on the project, it normally takes anywhere from a month to six months to get a single issue finished. Uh, out of all the works that you've done, which one are you the most proud of? Um, I like them all uh, individually, that's a really uh, difficult question. Uh, they're all your ch they're all their children. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Deadbeat's probably the one that gets the most attention, um, but I'm, I'm proud of all of them individually. That's awesome. Um, so, uh, I mean, three things we're asking you on the Arrow Meta show at the minute, uh, three things I'll come up. Uh, first thing is uh, 80s and 90s uh, cartoon shows uh, currently coming, cropping up again in, in 2018. She-Ra recently came back, and uh, Hey Arnold fans have also been asking for a sixth season of the show, and uh, various other, uh, also, you know, Jimmy Neutron, uh, Invader Zim, various other uh, cartoons. How do you feel about uh, the cartoons of old coming back for a new generation? Um. I'm always a little bit hesitant whenever you bring something back rather than creating something new. I think I'd always prefer new ideas over old ones brought back. And uh, also, the um, second question I'm asking everybody is that uh, WWE right now is making a really big deal of the UK at the minute. They're trying to bring back the British uh, strong style wrestling that we used to see back in the day. And uh, recently, Triple H has announced uh, a new show called uh, NXT TakeOver UK, which is going to be a massive show in January at Blackpool. Um, I mean, as a someone who might... Be, are you generally interested in wrestling at all? Or, uh, I am, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how do you feel about that, that NXT is trying to make a big deal of, like, British wrestling at the moment? Um, I actually think it's not the best thing in the world. Uh, the British wrestling scene was kind of strong as it stood anyway and they've taken quite a lot of big names out of that so like unless it's like so Pete Dunne can't wrestle in in the independence anymore, uh, Tyler Bay, uh, um, Trent Seven, none of those guys are actually able to they were the, the names that a lot of shows are built around and they've been taken away from them like guys like WCPW used to use them guys a lot and now they can't I think it's a little bit of a, a shame uh, really um, it's nice for them to get the exposure but it would also be nice if they could they didn't just gut the entire scene okay. cool and uh, third question I'm asking everybody unfortunately it's a sub subject everyone's kind of getting sick and tired of at the minute but Brexit uh, and so um, people people on my social media feed are going in three directions they're either asking for another general election they're asking for the people's vote a second referendum or they're basically just saying just get on with Brexit the way that uh, Theresa May is asked to go with it I mean as a comic book writer I mean does it Brexit affect you in any way and if so I mean what direction would you like to see going forward uh, well um, a lot of the artists I work with are international artists so when Brexit originally happened uh, the pound obviously lost a lot of value which meant books were more expensive to produce so that was a bit of a uh, downer. Uh, I would personally prefer it if we just cancelled the idea completely but uh, yeah it doesn't look like it's going to be happening anytime soon. Yeah. Well the people are pushing for the people's vote so that would uh, basically be the end nail, death nail of Brexit so that would be something you might 
consider supporting? Or? Uh, possibly, yeah. I mean, I never. I don't think we should have had a referendum to begin with. Uh, I think it was a much too complicated decision to put in the hands of the people who don't really understand it. That's why we elect people to make these decisions for us. But um, no, I, uh, if it stops Brexit, I'm all in favour of uh, a people's vote. Thank you very much for being on the show. I really do appreciate it. Uh, can we find you on any anywhere on uh, social media or? Yeah. Uh, Cool. So we can definitely find. So Twitter is at uh, Jed McPherson. Uh, Instagram is also Jed McPherson one, I believe. And also we can find you on your website, JedMcPherson.com. So cool. Thank you very much for being on the show. I do appreciate it. Thank you. I'm here with some more cosplayers. Uh, I'm uh, joined by um, uh, by Rogue. Is it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right. And Captain America. Oh no. no. Oh. Patriot. Okay. Agents of Shield. Patriots of Shield. Yeah. I've not got into. I've got into that side of it, unfortunately. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Uh, two two uh, awesome superheroes and Bob Ross. Yes, yes, I'm back. <laughs> hey, and so, uh, yeah, we're at MZM Birmingham Comic Con. How are you finding it so far? Yeah, it's been really good. I've been here the whole weekend and uh, it's really chill today. It's yeah. really nice. Especially okay. with Bob Ross. Yeah. You always chill with Bob Ross. Yeah, we always chill with Bob Ross, of course. <laughs> Calming influence of Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, three questions we're asking everyone as part of the Aaron Meta show at the minute. Uh, the first uh, so topic that's currently coming up for uh, on my social media feed is uh, 80s and 90s cartoon shows coming back. Uh, recently, we've had She-Ra recently come back on Netflix, and uh, also there's been demand from Hey Arnold fans. Uh, the cartoon show back in the day, winning a sixth season of the show. How do you feel about uh, some of the old school coming back into the new school? I think it's actually I quite like the idea of it. Um, I think it maybe gives kids an entry into maybe going and watching the original ones, <laughs> which, you know, that's, that's just how I see it. Others might see it differently, but yeah. Um, yeah, I like the idea of it. I just generally don't think that they do it as well and they don't capture the, the sort of essence of the originals and what made them magical, usually. What, what he said. <laughs> yeah. uh, second thing I'm asking everybody is that uh, recently WWE has been making a really huge effort to try and bring British wrestling back into the forefront of everyone's minds. Uh, Triple H recently announced a massive show in Blackpool called NXT TakeOver UK. Um, I mean, how do you guys feel about wrestling trying to make a comeback here in Britain? Do you think it's something you'll pay attention to? Not me personally. That's not my kind of bag. <laughs> um, no, probably not me either, to be honest. No, I've watched the wrestling since the 80s and it, I think it's just gone to bits now. I think they've lost it. And literally in the last couple of months, I've just stopped watching all together. Yeah, really? I've watched a... it for like 30 years and I've just given up on it now. It's just, it's getting a bit ridiculous now and a bit lost. It's, they try, I think they're always trying to recapture what they had years ago and I don't think they ever will. And I think they've just completely lost it now. So. This is the British strong style of NXT UK not, not doing it for you I at all? I don't mind NXT. Actually, they do have some good fights in that. And... Um, it's not really local enough for me because I'm from Norwich, so it's not, not something I'll go to. But yeah, so basically, until they come to your side of the town, you're not really like London or something like that. Yeah, I'll go yeah. to London. Because it's funny enough, they seem to be concentrating quite a bit on the north. Well, not the north, but uh, they have done Birmingham, they've done Liverpool, and now they're going to be doing the massive show in Blackpool. Yeah. So it's kind of a, you know, you would think that, uh, you know, when you when a lot of international companies come in, they immediately think of London to kind of like base their operations. So it's, uh, it's quite unique, isn't it, to go in that direction? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Anyway, thanks guys for being on the show. I really do appreciate it and hope you enjoy Comic Con. So, yeah. Thank you. Yes, thank you. More cosplayers, you are. Uh, not from Critical uh, Role. That's awesome. And you are. Taco from Taz. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, what made you want to cosplay as uh, these characters today? 
Uh, I really enjoy the podcast and the voice actors. Yeah. I strongly relate to Taco. <laughs> just the way he acts and the way he dresses, I just... I really relate. Yeah. It's, it's great when you have a character that you know you can look at on the screen and you say, hey, I see some of me in that character. Yeah. I mean, with Taz, it is just a podcast. So it's very much like your own interpretation of what you think he would look like. So it's pretty good to cosplay him because you can just do whatever you want, basically. And here he is. <laughs> cool. So you're here at MCM Comic Con. Uh, have you seen anything that you've liked so far? or? I've seen loads of cosplays and loads of art and stuff that's really, really, really good. Cool. And uh, what do you think of, uh, I noticed that there was a massive tournament going on by uh, Nintendo's, Nintendo's uh, thing going on. Is, uh, you know, is any of the esports or anything like that ever caught your attention at all? Or, uh... Not really. Any games I play is Overwatch. That's pretty oh, much no. it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen it, but I don't play games anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, three things we're asking everyone on the Arrow Mazda show at the minute, and uh, a lot has been talked about at the moment. Uh, the uh, like, latest one is that uh, 80s and 90s cartoons coming back in 2018. We recently had She-Ra recently return to Netflix, and uh, we've also had uh, Hey Arnold fans asking uh, for Hey Arnold to make a return in the sixth season. How do you feel about um, older cartoons and older shows coming back for, for a new generation? I think it's really good. Like I've always been really like passionate about like the 80s and stuff so when that sort of stuff comes back to 2018 I get very excited. It's really good that they're choosing to reboot things that didn't age so well but they're showing them in a new light to new fans and it's wonderful. Yeah. Do you think though is like do you think people would um, I mean are, are we sort of kind of caught between two forces do you think though do you think can you sympathize with some people who say you know I want to see something new? Yeah, I mean, some people really just don't like all that old stuff, and that's fair. But some some people, it's really their thing. So, I think people by association are like more likely to want to go towards something that they recognise, like you know, Shira or like Riverdale being Archie comics. But I think the new things do deserve a chance, obviously. Uh, second thing that people have been talking about to me is uh, WWE, uh, the wrestling organization out in the US. They've been trying to make a really big go of British wrestling. So recently they brought in NXT UK, which is uh, a weekly uh, show featuring UK wrestlers. And also they've got like a whole uh, United Kingdom championship as well. Uh, Triple H recently announced that there's going to be NXT TakeOver UK, which is going to be a UK version of their pay-per-view, uh, going to be in January in Blackpool. Uh, can British wrestling be a thing amongst uh, your friends? or you know even with yourself or I mean my little brother is obsessed with WWE so I'm pretty sure he'd be happy about that but um, I think it's fine yeah like do you think you'd be dragged along to an event I think rather than actually want to go probably definitely <laughs> I know nothing about wrestling yeah, yeah. so it, it won't ever come into your uh, no, not in my life probably yeah, probably not and the uh, third thing we're asking people is, and uh, I know this is a really tired topic, but uh, people have been talking to me about Brexit and uh, about what's going on with that. And so uh, it's going in three directions, I mean. Some people are asking for a general election. Some people are asking for a second referendum, which is the people's vote. And other people are just saying, look, Brexit's on the table. We've got a deal. Let's get on with it and just be done with it. How do you feel at the moment? I don't know. Like, we did the vote and then everyone voted to leave. And now everyone's like, oh, no, that's not what we wanted. And now they want another one. I don't know. Um, I would very strongly have liked to remain, but I think if we're going to leave, we're going to leave. We should get it over with. Cool. Thank you very much for being on the show. I really do appreciate it, and I really do enjoy Comic-Con. <laughs> I'm going to say, how can you have any comic convention without Harley Quinn? It's not possible. <laughs> it just has to be done. Yeah. And your cosplaying is Bane? Correct. Oh, cool. And uh, so why did you decide to go with these characters today? 
Um, well, it's a case of I've had the costume um, for a couple of years anyway. Um, so it works. I'm blonde. She's blonde. There's not really a lot of... It kind of just works. <laughs> I'm going bald anyway, so I thought, well, what can I do with it? Yeah. So here we are. I don't know, Professor X. Because I'm worth it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, because, uh, I mean, do you find cosplaying quite expensive uh, at some points? Because it's like, you know, you've got to, I mean, what you, you can say, okay, I'm going to go as this character, and then you look at it in detail, and it's like, oh, here's how much the budget's going to go. Yes, definitely. Um, I think if you just want, you look at sort of it from the first glance, and you think, oh, okay, that might be all right. Then you look at all the little details, all the jewellery, all of sort of the accessories and it kind of adds up then it depends how accurate you want the costume to be the more accurate you want it to be generally the more expensive it is and they keep also i find the ticket prices of the events keep going up as well that's not very helpful either i don't think personally yeah london last year i remember paying 60 pounds for a weekend ticket this year I paid 80, but I didn't really see anything more for it. Yeah. You probably imagine how disappointed people were when they paid premier tickets to see Dave Batista and then he cancelled after signing a contract with WWE. Yeah, I can imagine. I would be very annoyed if that was me too. I'd be pissed. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but anyway, you're here at MCM Comic Con. Like what you see so far? Or? Yes, uh, I've only been here about half an hour, but I do think it's already a lot better than um, yesterday was. Yesterday, the turnout for a Saturday, for me, wasn't packed. It was very empty. Today is packed. So I think more people have started coming on the Sunday as opposed to the Saturday. Yeah. I just know, like, do you feel like this, I feel this kind of uh, very strange uh, sense amongst people, like the, the year is over already, they just want to get into 2019, and like they don't really want to do anything else. And I think they're waiting until summer, until the summer conventions next year. I think they think like it's November, it's too cold. Like sack it off kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's like you know, I, I have a massive appreciation for Danny John Jules and everything. He always turns up to MCM and he's very loyal to this. And it's like, but uh, people kind of like it seems like people kind of like waiting for that next big thing. You know, it's like yeah. I think also a lot of people now there's so much competition between here and Showmasters that people are sort of it's a case of guests and Showmasters are sort of putting all their money into guests, whereas here, they're kind of splitting it, so the guests aren't as high, if that makes sense. Do you think the Reed Pop factor has been a part of that? Because now they seem to have, uh, ever since Reed Pop kind of walked into the scene, they kind of now have a uh, more of an itinerary of what they can really provide into a Comic-Con. Yes, I do, I do. Um, I mean, to be honest, I haven't really noticed much difference, um, but then I don't come just for the guests. I think maybe if you did just come for the guests, maybe you would have a different experience of it. Yeah. Do you think it's because they're kind of worried of like putting too many of their fingerprints on it and kind of like MCM kind of like turning into something that it wasn't before ever since the takeover. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Repop. I haven't noticed much difference to be honest. Repop. You know, the place who bought it, the company who bought MCM, I haven't noticed anything. They do New York, they do New York Comic Con in, uh, in, in America. I don't know, as long as they're still doing these the cons here, it's still around the same dates every year. I don't really care who's running it. Cool. Okay, so uh, we've got, got that of ours. <laughs> okay, uh, three topics that are mainly going around our podcast feed at the minute, and uh, the first one is uh, 80s and 90s cartoons coming back to 2018. We've had Shiro recently come back. Uh, hey Arnold fans who have been following our show religiously have been asking for a sixth season of Hey Arnold. I mean, how do you feel about the, the old generation coming to a new generation? She, she's probably too young to tell that. I'm just looking at him. Yeah. you say that? <laughs> the Bumblebee film came out in December. 
that's like a prequel where the Transformers look like they originally did in the 80s cartoon when it started. I mean, like, Soundwave, with all the cassettes coming out, it's just, it's like a bit, a buzzard, a blizzard, a buzzard, and like a panther. I mean, that to me, that was just like, yes. I mean, maybe it's just my age, I'm 43. But yeah, things like that, you kind of go forward so far, but we think, no, the original format worked. Why did we change it for so long? Yeah. I mean, is there anything in your childhood that you think uh, definitely should come back in 2018? Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. I'll take that one, actually. Yeah, and yeah. where's this Thundercats movie? That's been like production hell for like 20 years. Yeah. So it's, I've got to be honest, I've heard, I mean, I guess there's part of me that believes that because some of the animated series have come out and they've not been as well warm received, I think is probably like the Thundercats back in the 80s. I don't know. I think maybe that might be part of it, do you think? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, and uh, what about yourself? I mean, do you feel like, uh, I mean, these cartoon shows that were, uh, were of yesterday, I mean, do you feel like they should concentrate on them or do you think they should concentrate on something new, creating something like a new, something that like the generation has that's kind of original, if you will? I think as long as the demand is there for it to come back, um, then by all means bring it back, as long as you think it's going to be popular enough, the demand is there. Um, but I think at the same time, it's kind of nice, it would be nice to have some new content rather than just circulating the same kind of old material that's just been remade. Okay, second, uh, second thing that we've always been talking about as well on the Arrow Meta show, WWE, uh, they're trying to bring back British wrestling, uh, the, like the British wrestling back in the day, they're bringing something called British Strong Style. They've been dedicating a lot of TV time weekly uh, to a show called NXT, and now uh, Triple H recently announced they're going to do a massive show in January called NXT TakeOver UK, which is going to be uh, in Blackpool. I mean, is British wrestling, does it resonate with you at all? I mean, is it something you're interested in at all? Not at all. Uh, boxing, maybe, but not wrestling. No. Uh, it's not really my thing. No. I watched it years ago when I was in college, but most of the wrestlers I grew up watching, they're all dead, and they weren't <laughs> much older than me. I'm sorry, that's a bit of a negative way, but... Yeah. So, I, do, you think, do you think there's any hope for British wrestling in this country, for them to kind of come back? If the Americans can do it, I'm sure yeah. British wrestlers can they do can it. They can do everything, though, can't they? More or less. Okay. Well, and also the last thing, and unfortunately, it's a very tired subject that seems to keep getting dragged into this show. Uh, the the issue of Brexit, which is, uh, um, I know. So. Uh, the, the, yeah. Well, it's going in three directions for me. People have been asking either for a general election, a people's vote, a second referendum, or basically just get on with Brexit that Theresa May's uh, wanted to do. So, which direction would you think we'd go in? I've no idea. I've really got no idea. This time next year, I just want to make. I just still want to have my job. Seriously, that's all. That's all I care about. Yeah. I don't care about politics or anything. Just how it's going to affect me and my wife and our family. Yeah. What about yourself? I mean, how did you feel it's going to? I mean, if you asked, if you were put in front of you like general election, uh, second referendum, or Brexit, or just go just on with on Brexit. With just get on with it. Yeah. I think just go for it. We were fine. I think we were fine before we were in there. But it's not. We weren't. We weren't born. The UK wasn't born into the EU. We were not in it before, so we can go back to not being in it again. But I think just stop making a big deal of it. If you're going to do it, just get on with it. Yeah, no, maybe have Harley Quinn just to negotiate Brexit and just be done yeah. with it again. <laughs> I am with, uh, I tell you what, actually, this is actually quite surprising to me, Banana Man. <laughs> Banana Man, yeah. yeah. Um, blast from the past. Yeah, absolutely blast from the past as well, yeah. Uh, big fan of the character? 
Yeah, yeah. Love him. Loved him growing up with him, liking it all the, watching it all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, I understood there was uh, there was supposed to be a movie about him like a couple of years ago. Uh, did anything come of that? Or I never heard nothing about that. Never heard anything about it. Nah. Nah. Okay, well uh, maybe it's still somewhere out there and we <laughs> have to discover yeah. it. Yeah, it'd be a good film actually. To be fair, well, yeah, it would be actually quite. It would be very different from. Uh, I would say it'd be kind of like our British version of the Tick. Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely. I think. Yeah, very definitely. good. Cool. So, uh, what brought you to MCM Comic Con today? We've been coming for the last uh, five years. Come every year, dress up like, and have a good day out. There's a Come with my daughter and my wife and uh, my son and their friends. Oh, that's awesome. Over every year, yeah. Yeah. I dressed up as the Hulk the first year, then the Baseball Fury, then Jason. <laughs> I've dressed up as quite a few, like. Yeah. Is this your uh, is this your favourite so far, or? Uh... Uh, my first one was my favourite. It was the Saturday I came the first time. That was my favourite one. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Still trying to top that at the minute. Yeah, yeah. Still trying to top it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, they recently, I don't know if you know, there was a board for uh, Stan Lee who recently passed away this year. And uh, yeah. I was wondering if you had any uh, tributes or any remembrance for him uh, that you'd like to share with us? Or? Uh, he's just inspiration. Eh? He's done everything that invented all the superheroes and that's how you can't fault it, can you really? Mm-hmm. Fantastic man. Okay, I'm here with Adam. Hello, you're right. Hey, how's it going? Good, thanks yourself. Yeah. So here at MCM Comic Con, uh, you here for you here with somebody, or are you just along for the ride? Yeah, here with my family today. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. How are you finding it so far? Brilliant. I'm lost in everything here. It's excellent. Yeah. What do you say your favourite thing you've seen so far is? I've got to say people's outfits. Some of it is absolutely brilliant, and you've got to appreciate the hard work they put into it. Yeah, I was going to say, I was speaking to one of the cosplayers before, and uh, they take into account, like, uh, when they decide to pick a character, like, all the uh, uh, features that need to be involved in it. So, you well, imagine, do you think uh, you think if you cosplay yourself, it would probably cost a bit of money for you? Or? It would cost a lot of money, but I think it's the time that gets me, because they spend months and months and months trying to do it and get all the different parts in. It's I don't have the dedication like some of them do, to be fair. They're pretty hardcore. Yeah. So, how long have you been here now for...? Uh, um, oh, just a day today, so a couple of hours, yeah, and we're still finding everything to look at. It's, it's amazing. That's brilliant. Uh, on the Arrow Meta Show podcast, we're talking about three things at the minute, and I thought I'd bring up with yourself. Uh, first thing is about 80s and 90s cartoons currently being rebooted and coming back into 2018. Uh, She-Ra recently came back on Netflix. Uh, hey Arnold fans want to see a sixth season of the show. And so, I mean, how do you feel about some of the cartoons of the old school coming into the new school and being there for another generation? Um, I think probably for the younger generation it's good. Um, it's for sometimes if they don't get it right, and it, you know some of the characters aren't as they were before, it's a bit disappointing for the older fans. Um, but to keep everything connected, I suppose it's still a positive, for sure. Yeah. Uh, second question we're asking people is that uh, WWE uh, recently has been making a uh, trying to get a foothold in British professional wrestling. Uh, they've been trying to get it back into the mainstream as it was before. Uh, so they've been doing something called NXT UK, which has been a show they've been doing on Wednesdays every night on uh, WWE Network. And uh, recently Triple H announced that he wants to do a major show in Blackpool called NXT TakeOver UK. Um, do you think British wrestling can come back in any way or get back into the mainstream, do you think? I think it can. When you've got people like Triple H that are very influential over here, because they do come here a lot, I, I think it can do. They just need to, with everything else coming up, with gaming and things for the younger generation, they need to look less into that side of things. So it'd be quite tricky, but it's, it's, it's a possibility, isn't it? Yeah. 
The third final thing um, is unfortunately a topic that just won't go away. It's called it's Brexit, and uh, so um, there's um, there's three things that people are talking about right now. There's uh, the fact that uh, there might be another general election, uh, the possibility of another second referendum, the people's vote, so-called, and also the possibility of uh, them just just going going ahead with the deal that there's currently on the table by Theresa May. Um, how do you feel about the whole situation at the minute? Do you feel like you want another say or? No, I. When I first voted, I, what happened is happening, isn't it? I'm kind of leaving it to them. There's nothing I can do. Um, it's gone on for a long time. But I, to be fair to Theresa May, she's doing a good job because she's there's got to be so much pressure. So uh, it's it's a bit over my head, so I'll leave it to them, really. Well, I thought I'd never see a female take on the on it, but it's uh, right here in front of me. So uh, your name is? Uh, I'm Julia Scott. Hey, Julia. How's it going? I'm going great, thanks. Yeah, it's cool. So what inspired you to do uh, it today? Uh, well, I'm actually terrified of clowns, so I thought I'd face my phobia and become one. That's incredible. Yeah, well, you've done a really awesome job for it. Thank you. Yeah. How long did it take you to put together? Um, several months. There was a lot of hard work went into it. Yeah, and so you have to take you have to take into account like some of the differences also between you know the obviously the uh, the male side of the character and obviously translate it down to the female side of the character. Was that quite a challenge to do? A little bit of a challenge. I changed it up a little to make it a bit more couture and I went for a steampunk influence in it as well. So it's quite easy to do. That's an awesome fusion. Thank you. Yeah, brilliant. So what brought you to MCM Comic Con today? Uh, we come quite regularly because we're big fans of everything. So yeah, this is pretty normal for us. Yeah. Uh, what's been your favourite so far? Uh, steampunk Emporium. Cool. Is that, yeah, I tell you what, the, uh, I remember seeing someone about Steampunk and uh, they were kind of worried that it was kind of like going by the wayside, but it seems to be coming back a little bit from the looks of it as well. Oh yeah, it's, it's, I think it's actually becoming more and more popular. I think people are really getting into it now. Yeah, tired of electronics. Yeah. Including this thing. Go for Steam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, three things we're asking everybody as part of the main show. Um, one thing that people have been talking about is 80s and 90s cartoon shows coming back for 2018 and coming back for another generation. Um, how do you feel about uh, basically the old school becoming part of the new school? I think it's great because it introduces a new generation to it all. And if they enjoyed the new stuff, they might go back and watch the old stuff as well. That's awesome. Um, do you feel the same way? Or, uh... Yeah, totally agree. Absolutely agree. Cool. And the uh, second question we're asking everybody, uh, WWE has been making uh, a huge wave of trying to bring back British uh, strong style wrestling to the United Kingdom. They've been doing a show called NXT, which is uh, broadcasting on Wednesday evenings. And also now Triple H has recently announced a uh, major pay-per-view on, on January called NXT TakeOver UK in Blackpool. Um, can British wrestling come back? Can, would you be interested in British wrestling at all? I remember watching wrestling as a little kid, but I think I grew out of it and I haven't watched it in years, so it's not really my thing. Yeah. You don't think you'll go back to it? Nah, I don't think so. I am at the uh, stall of Hellbound Media. Your name is? Mark. Mark, how's it going, Mark? Oh, it's going pretty good. It's actually been a really good weekend, really good uh, Comic Con and a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, talk us about Hellbound Media. I mean, uh, what is it you guys set out to achieve? Uh, well, basically, we obviously independent creators and sort of publishers. Uh, we set ourselves up basically because we love comics and we wanted to write comics. Um, I'm one of the writers and editors. I sat out with Matt Warner, who's my business partner and all this, and we just want to write the stories that we enjoy, and that's interesting horror, dark fantasy, and action comics. That's awesome. What would you consider your uh, passion project? What would you consider the one you're most proud of the most out of all that you've written? 
Oh, you know, that's, that's, that's difficult in some ways, but I think the one that's our most popular one is actually the kind of all-ages dark fantasy that's Mandy the Monster Hunter. She's the character that people really latched onto because it's a sort of... She's a monster hunter who works for kids. She protects them from monsters under the bed, chills, um, creatures in the closet, trolls under bridges, the things of folklore and myth. And people really latched onto that because it's... Uh, I mean, it plays with a lot of archetypal ideas, and she's like a strong, like female monster hunter. Um, it's scary and dark. It's written for adults, but it's also kind of suitable for younger readers as well. Your mileage may vary on that, but you know that's sort of. So tonally, it's kind of a mix of maybe Buffy, Doctor Neil Gaiman, Tay Pratchett. So there's a few influences there, but we try to. It's probably the thing I think we're most proud of in, in that sense. I was say, I'd be uh, kind of worried if it ever crossed over with Monsters Incorporated and see how that would go, see how that would turn out. <laughs> well, I, I think Mon uh, Mandy knows some monsters are nice. She, she, you know, she can tell kids, don't worry about the sock monster. Some monsters are fine, they just steal odd socks and they're quite good because they keep the scarier monsters away. So Slimer from Ghostbusters, he's safer now? Yeah, he's, he's fair enough. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, uh, it's a bit of a sombering time, I guess, for the comic book industry because uh, obviously there's the wall there with uh, Stan Lee being in Memoram, uh, Ozzy passed away this year. Uh, any uh, thoughts uh, about uh, him passing on from, from this world? I mean, yeah, it is, is really sad. Um, Stan Lee, it's interesting because I sort of knew his work before I knew him, um, quite literally, because what the first comics I read were my, I inherited from my uncle when I was very small. When I was like seven, eight, he had boxes of 60s and 70s Marvel comics the ones written by Stan Lee, and that's what I grew up reading, even though, you know, I'm too young technically to have read them originally, those are still the first comics I read, so Classic Fantastic Four, Dead, and even there, there were X-Men, all of them, you know, so... Which, which, which is interesting for you because many people probably maybe of our I mean I'm, I'm, I'm in my 30s and so maybe in our generation we probably weren't like introduced to like you know the proper original content that Stan Lee was producing but obviously you've had a different experience from I guess from a lot of other people yeah I, I think so and that's why it's, it's almost interesting knowing like the characters in their original version I mean there's some odd, odd ones like um I didn't always follow comics you go in and out when you're younger sometimes all the types of things you like so um, I had the original some of the oldest comics over the original Daredevil comics so when the film came out that's very different to you know Franklin completely you know, changed Daredevil in these the last Daredevil comic I had from my uncle was the very first one Frank Miller worked on um, so I sort of missed all that so suddenly there's this, this when the film came out originally it's this really dark and it's like I didn't recognise this Daredevil at all from what, yeah. I was, from what I was reading. So, it, but with other characters, it's interesting, especially with Marvel Cinematic Universes. They, they go back to the core the characters a lot of the time. And actually, I think what they've always done is, I almost think it's almost a kind of post-Frank Miller, where what that did is bring the seriousness and the realism, but also the quite dark and overly kind of gritty aspect of comics. And what I almost think now what you've got on with what the Marvel films have done is they've gone past that and they've taken on that realism of the comics and that kind of taking it seriously in us but they've also incorporated, incorporated that early fun aspect and sort of melded the realism and the fun and I think it's created a sort of new era where comics are really taking the best of both worlds and that's why I've sort of 
I think some of the comics themselves are also sort of taking on that. I approach. think that's what some people. I think I think from the general eye, I think that's what some people overlook about comics. Kind of like the, how, how down to earth and how uh, you know gritty, as you were saying before, and how you know how, how real it can uh, some of these stories can get. And uh, do you think that sometimes kind of gets lost in translation when people think of comic books? You know, not from a fan perspective, but more from kind of like a general bystander perspective. I think it can be. Um, but I think people are becoming more aware of not just how serious, but also how you can be serious and fun at the same time. And that's what I think you're getting now in comics and the films and stuff, um, in all the media, that actually you can take yourself seriously and have serious emotions, themes, storylines, but you can also have enjoyment and action in there as well. So I think comics at the moment, we're getting a really nice balance between that kind of sense of the, the darker series and, and the, the fun and escapism and I think that's, that's good. I think people are starting to realise that and actually for a wider audience I think the films and especially the Marvel films have, have opened their eyes to what comics can do a bit more and the kind of stories they can tell. They can tell, so I think that's a that's a good thing. Yeah, uh, we, we're focusing on three uh, sections of our show, which uh, we have topics on going on during the social media part of our show. Uh, first thing is uh, 80s and 90s cartoons uh, coming back in 2018. Shiwa recently came back to uh, Netflix to uh, quite a good ovation from the sounds of things, and also uh, there's been Hey Arnold fans who have been asking for a sixth season of the show and hoping Craig Bartlett's going to do it. I mean, how do you feel about uh, the old generation starting to become part of the new generation? These kind of like these lines starting to get crossed. I think in many ways it's it's always happened. It's just more noticeable when a certain generation at a certain age has their generation stuff redone. It, I think it's it's um, always been a thing that happens in various ways. Uh, we do horror comics on a horror fan, and to look at that, when I was young in the 90s, I was watching what was coming out then what they call the postmodern slasher based on Scream and stuff. And there were so many people who were a bit older going, it's not as good as the 80s, now this is all teeny botter, trashy horror. I look now and there's people young even about a decade ago going, oh, this, this torture porn's awful, it's not as good as the 90s. And now I'm seeing people say horror's not as good as, you know, Saw in, in that time. And I know someone who was one of my uh, lecturers at uni who, um, was like, oh, the 80s ruined horror, it was all good in the 70s. See, I, there's always a generational thing down. I think actually a lot of people, they have that reaction at first, once they age and mellow about it, you sort of realise actually, it's all just part of this ongoing cycle of media and things. I mean, the new she I've only watched a few episodes with my daughter, and she, she loves it so much, and so do my sons actually, they love it too, they all love it, and um, they're having great fun with it. Um, the brilliant J. Michael Sosinski, who obviously wrote and created the original Shira, you know, he's been really supportive of of the reboot as well, saying, you know, this is or it should be, it's getting stories for new generations and new approaches, and some people look at the old stuff, some people look at the new stuff. Um, and there's always a sense that you can look at the past and rose tinted glasses as well. So um, I mean the animation style has changed and evolved again, I think people like what they grew up with. It's interesting you mentioned Hey Arnold just now. Yeah. That wasn't my, that was just after my judgment. I never liked the art style of that. And I, it's something about it just didn't work for me at the time. I just never liked it, it didn't feel, uh, I, I don't have objections to it now, but I see people saying, hey, do you remember those classic shows and the art and comparing modern art to that? And it's like, 
I don't get that because it wasn't my generation. Do you think it was the gross-out humour, I think, of the Nicktoons that they kind of brought to the forefront? You know, Ren Stimpy, uh, Rugrats, and uh, Rocco's Modern Life, too, also do agree as well. Do you think that was probably part of why what kind of turned you off? Kind of like it was uh, a bit, had a bit more attitude than I think probably than cartoons gone by. I mean, I don't know. I'd have to think about it a bit more on that one, actually. I mean, I, I sort of crossed over into... I have younger brothers, and they like Rugrats, and that was on a lot, so I sort of was familiar with that. But it is possible. Um, but there's a long, large generation who love that stuff, you know? So, um, I mean, for me, I grew up, it was real Ghostbusters and Turtles, and the tail end of Thundercats kind of thing, you know? It's, that, that's what... I grew up with and, and, and loved really, but um, yeah. it's just a big roar from the Nintendo crowd. I think their favourite team just won. So. <laughs> Excellent. No, I think I think it's interesting. I, I think there's something for everyone. People are enjoying things, engaging in the media. They're engaging in these characters, um, and I think all it does is just highlight how the ideas are timeless in themselves and and they can be reimagined and reinterpreted for future generations who will no doubt appreciate and look at the past and the future and I think um, and you think about the 80s is not that long ago you jump for 50 years time we might have the third iteration of Shiwa and people will be like you know engaging with that and saying oh, it's not as good as the previous two and, and then there'll be people just appreciating all of them so it, it really I think time heals and time allows some people to, to re-evaluate stuff and I just think at the end of the day it, it's media that is enjoyable and that people are enjoying and getting young people especially to enjoy new things and I don't know what's wrong with that. Uh, second question we're asking everybody is uh, WWE has been trying to make uh, British wrestling a big thing again and uh, recently uh, they've been doing NXT UK which has been a wrestling show airing on Wednesday night and recently Triple H recently announced that there's going to be NXT TakeOver UK in uh, January in Blackpool. Can British wrestling make a comeback here in the UK? I have no idea. I have very little <laughs> knowledge of wrestling. I, I, uh, I'll put it this way. Is it, does it sound like something you'd probably be interested in seeing? No, <laughs> no, not at all. Pure, purely, not really my thing. I appreciate. It's an interesting thing, wrestling. I, actually, that's one of those things. Actually, what kind of. I just think that generation is sort of go for an age where people are like, oh, wrestling. Everyone loved it when you're kids, and then they sort of seems to be this age where everyone loved, loved to go. You know, it's fake, don't you? As if they're really clever and no one knew this. Yeah. And then people seem to get older and go, you know what? It is fake. Yeah, it's great fun though. It's over the top. It's cheesy. It's an escapist form of heightened entertainment. And again, that's what ties into the other thing where I think people's reactions to things change over time. Maybe maybe people will be ready to engage in wrestling. I don't know. I wonder if... Um, I suspect culturally in Britain, maybe people need to engage a bit more with the fact that it is uh, fiction and embrace that. If people can get their head around that more easily, then maybe it can. Yeah. And final question. Unfortunately, it's a very tired topic that uh, people seem to be very sick of talking about, but it's Brexit. And um, so some people are asking whether they want to go for, you know, whether they should go to a general election, they should go to a referendum, a people's vote, or whether they should go, whether they should just uh, have Theresa May's deal with the EU and they should just go for Brexit in that, in that form. I mean, how do you feel about that at the minute? Does it affect you at all? Or? Uh, well, 
when it all happened, the vote happened, we lost about £500 in terms of currency exchange. That annoyed me a bit. <laughs> but uh, aside from that, you should probably go to a second referendum because everything's changed since then and it's a whole different... People know what they would be actually be voting on in the real term if they got a chance to say, yeah, and, it, and if people still say yes under the terms of knowing actually how it goes, then we, we still want to, then that's fine, that's how things go. But yeah, there should, it should give a chance to have their say now they know exactly what it involves, especially since the original was only advisory anyway. I mean, the advisory one set this off. I think at the end, people should have their choice. Well, thank you very much for talking to me. And by the way, if you want to uh, check out uh, Mark Adams and uh, Matt Warner's editors, you want to go to hellboundmedia.co.uk. You want to find him on Twitter at hellboundmedia, also facebook.com forward slash hellboundmedia, and also hellboundmedia at yahoo.com if you've got any inquiries for them too. So thank you very much for joining me on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. More cosplayers, and of course another Harley Quinn. Your name is... Jade. And your name is... Joe. Hey guys, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. Great, great, yeah. 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 So you're here at MCM Comic Con Birmingham. What do you think so far? Amazing. I mean, this is the second MCM that we've been to, but... There's so much to be able to do. So many stores and there's so many people. Yeah. What was your last one you went to? Uh, Manchester last year. Manchester? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm from up there in Manchester uh, too, so yeah. <laughs> But see, we're from about, well, we're students out Birmingham, so it's nice to go to a local one. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, I usually do MCM London sometimes, but unfortunately, time just hasn't allowed me to do it. So uh, I said, oh, hey, you want me to come down to Birmingham? Yeah, I'll do it. So, Pardon, sorry? So they, I said, uh, oh, people want me to come down to Birmingham, so I said, yeah, I'll do it. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm asking uh, so I'm asking other people about uh, three topics that are currently coming up on our show. Uh, the first one is about, um, uh, about British wrestling. Uh, WWE wants to bring back uh, British wrestling from its heyday and uh, they've been doing NXT UK and uh, Triple H recently announced that they're going to do a massive show in Blackpool called NXT TakeOver UK. I mean, can British wrestling, in your opinion, uh, appeal to the general populace? Can it make a comeback? Oh, definitely. I, I know loads of people who live in Britain who are hugely into WWE all the way in America and if it was somewhere a lot more local so it's something that they could go to a lot more often taking the same themes that they have in America bringing it to the UK I think it'll work perfectly yeah I, I think people are the best how many fans there actually are like the I mean but yeah personally I'm not a wrestling fan but again you know we a lot of our friends are wrestling fans you know they will stay up to watch the shows when it comes out live so to have it somewhere local yeah it'd be brilliant for them yeah Another subject that's come up is uh, 80s and 90s uh, cartoon shows coming back here in 2018. Shira recently made a return. Hey Arnold fans have been telling me that they want a season six and uh, I personally would also like to see that as well. I mean, uh, how do you feel about the old generation coming into the new generation and uh, giving people something, something different? I'd say I'm mixed about it because growing up with the cartoons, there's such good classics and it's great for you know the younger generation to see them as well. But what I've seen some of the new ones, they've kind of when took the classic. When they've recreated the style into something that's new, it kind of takes away from the familiarity and it's... Um it kind of almost ruins the nostalgia a little bit. You want the nostalgia of the, the original animation, and when they completely redo it with completely different, a completely different look, with a different humour, I don't know. I, I don't know if it just works or not. Interesting. Who would you put in that category at the minute? Which cartoons have you seen? And it's like, really, they've done this again? Um, Scooby Doo. I've seen a couple, a couple of the new animations of Scooby Doo where they. Oh, where, where did Scooby Doo go away? <laughs> That's the thing. They keep changing it. Like when you look back at the classic Scooby Doo animation, it's just it's nostalgic. You just love seeing it. When you see the new one, they've just they've 
just tried to make it so it matches up with the pop culture, mm -hmm. and I just don't think it works that well. Yeah, and the fact that the original voice of Shaggy and uh, Scooby has passed away as well, yeah. like uh, you can you can just uh, nitpick these things, can't you? Yeah, yeah you can definitely. just tell. Yeah. yeah. Well, mind you, there is another uh, person who's recently passed away, and that's Stan Lee. And uh, obviously, uh, the comedy book industry is obviously in mourning for him. I mean, uh, have you had any thoughts about uh, well, his passing? We were, we were just watching things on TV, and then one of our friends who was in the middle of um, watching, I can't remember which, I think it was one of the Iron Mans or something like yeah. that. He just was looking online and just suddenly saw, and then just all of us just went into a complete, like, like yeah. we just started mourning straight away. It, it's just, he was such a, a legend. He is the reason for so many people, people like myself, because I'm an artist, I love drawing, I did my own tribute piece to him, but he is such an inspiration, and so many people have come out of bad places because of his superheroes, and when you look at Spider-Man as well, and how he was such a down-to-her superhero, that take the time to do, you know, even the small little trolls of saving someone's cat, the fact that he created someone like that, that's, you know, the people that we need in our world today, yeah. and his legacy will live on. You know, he'll always be with us. Final topic, and uh, unfortunately, it's a very tired old subject which uh, just keeps going on and on and on. But it's uh, the subject of Brexit that's hitting this country at the minute. Um, so the people are arguing that uh, they either want to go to a general election, they either want to go for another referendum, or they want to just uh, say, "Let's take Theresa May's deal and let's just uh, put Brexit to bed." Uh, how do you feel about it all at the minute? I've always said that I feel there should be another referendum, only because the first referendums, the facts wasn't given to us. There are so many lies given to us. The reason why I feel like we should remain in the EU at least until a point where we know exactly what we want to do. We have an actual plan that will be agreed to by all parties. To just rush things like it is going on right now is just, it's never going to end well for anyone. And I think it's also the terrifying you know, kind of reality that if we leave, Tories kind of carry on. We're going to lose such amazing things like the NHS. I've got family that work in the NHS. Uh, Same here. I've, you know, I've, I've suffered with things myself. And I think if it privatises, I'm going to suffer because I need to pay the bills. You know, it's, it's a terrifying thought. And if we leave, leave the EU and we let Tories carry on, that's where we're going to go to eventually. And it's scary. And you think about the general doctors today are from uh, other countries. You know, they people that do amazing work that you work with, you know, they're not all naturally, you know, from Britain to start with, but they're here, a part of our amazing service, doing a great job, yeah. and we need that. But mind you, we talk about the Conservative Party, but mind you, I always kind of look at the uh, Parliament at the minute and say, where's the opposition? And like, unfortunately, where, where is Jeremy Corbyn that's, in that's all That's the problem with so much in politics all around the world, like, in so many countries. Just on all sides, on the left and the right, there's just no real plan, there's no forward thinking. It just seems like we're just taking too many steps backwards. And I just think that, in all fairness, politicians, excuse me, my French, need to get their heads out of their asses, really, yeah. and think about what the people that they are representing actually want and not what they actually need. Uh, I don't know about you, I think they should stop fucking things up, me personally, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for being on the show, I really do appreciate it. Oh, that, that, that was prickly. <laughs> Some really impressive cosplays, and I tell you what, they just keeps going up and up and up on the on the level of detail as well. So I really got to talk to you guys. Uh, your names are Martin, another Martin, and Adam. Hey guys, how are you doing? Very good. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, I mean, who are you cosplaying as today? Um, so we're not actually cosplaying. We've been invited to take um, an honor guard for one of the VIPs here. So oh, I see. Here for Dara and Mali. Oh, cool. Um, so we're actually a reenactment group. Okay, then. So uh, yeah. Um, 
I feel a bit stupid now asking that question. Well, that's okay. that was a stupid question, I have to say. So, uh, I mean, so do you guys do events quite often? And uh, so, what mainly do you do rather than comic conventions? Um, so, we generally do reenactment events across the country and across Europe and sometimes in America. So, we'll, we'll recreate battles such as the Battle of Waterloo, Peninsula Campaign in Spain and Portugal. And yeah, that's basically what we do. We we go out and we have have a bit of fun in fields every every few weekends. Yeah. And is it just um, what you're addressing us today, or is it any other battle that you any other eras that you do? Oh. So we generally just do the Napoleonic Wars. Yeah. Um, so this uniform is specific for the Napoleonic Wars. Oh, cool. So uh, yeah, so uh, I guess uh, being here at Comic Con today, and you see all the other elaborate uh, you know uh, cosplays and everything. I mean, how do you feel? Do you feel like you're another face in the crowd? Pretty much uh, where you are. No, I don't think anyone's blinked. You know, there's, there's plenty more people here dressed up. More, uh, be, probably a bit different to everything else because everything else is all sort of comics and stuff. Say, how, how do you think soldiers in the Napoleonic War would feel if a predator came over the <laughs> came over the hill? <laughs> I think they'd probably freak out. Try, they'd probably shoot it down, to be fair. They, <laughs> they'd try. They'd try. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome that you've come out here. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, awesome that you're supporting somebody as well here. And uh, that, that's great. So, I mean, there's three uh, things we're focusing on on the Arrow show at the minute. Uh, the first one is uh, about old cartoon shows coming back from the 80s and 90s and then coming back in today. I mean, how do you feel about uh, like She-Ra's comeback and that uh, people are asking for, like, the old... Nicktoon shows like Rocco's Modern Life, Rugrats, Hey Arnold, things like that. I mean, uh, how do you feel that uh, old generation cartoons are coming back for another generation? I think it's fantastic. I really do think it's fantastic because kids' TV nowadays isn't as good as it used to be. Yeah, so they were good back then and they're good, still good now. So, Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely, that's what I grew up on, so that's good. That's awesome. Uh, second question we're asking everybody is uh, uh, WWE are trying to bring back uh, old school British style wrestling, this kind of like hard uh, wrestling that uh, they've been doing. They've been doing, uh, putting a lot of TV time into uh, a program called NXT UK, which is the kind of like their UK side of NXT. And they've been doing that on Wednesday evenings. And now Triple H has announced that there's going to be a massive pay-per-view on January in Blackpool. And so, I mean, can British wrestling, in your opinion, be mainstream? Can it make a comeback in your opinion? In all honesty, I've never really watched wrestling, so I couldn't really answer that one. No, no, I remember some of the old British wrestling, Big Daddy and things like that, but anything else I, I couldn't comment on. So. Well, I'm pretty much the same. I wasn't really a wrestling part of person. Yeah. So it just, won't, it just won't come to you at all, do you don't think? You know, we won't be interested at all? No, I don't think so, no. Oh. That was the big battle WWE basically got in their hands for uh, the big wrestling match I think they got in their hands I guess you could say. So and the final thing and unfortunately it's a very tired old topic which everyone won't stop talking about unfortunately is Brexit. And uh, so uh, my my followers at the minute are going in three directions. They either want a general election, they either want a uh, another referendum or they want to just go with the deal that Theresa May's putting on the table and then have Brexit just be done with. How do you guys all feel about it at the minute? I think second referendum and a general election is needed. You want both? Yeah. Sort of in the, on the fence on it really, I have no opinion one way or the other. Yeah, well, I think I'm on the fence as well. I'm not really uh, a politically minded person. I don't well, I'll tell you what, I mean, the amount of uncertainty, I don't blame anybody to be honest, because uh, I mean, here, here's all this noise and no one can really make any sense of it really, so it's, uh, it's a totally understandable point of view.
Well, that is it for MCM Comic Con here in Birmingham. This was the last day and uh, they are obviously moving on and uh, we're definitely moving on into 2019. So for everyone, thank you very much for checking out the show. If you want to find us on uh, Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash Aaron Meta Show. On Twitter, it's at Aaron Meta Show. If you want to find us on Tumblr, it's aaronmeta.tumblr.com. And if you want to find us also on YouTube, it's youtube.com forward slash Aaron Meta Show. Though uh, find us up on podcast videos on iTunes, Player FM, Stitcher, um, iHeartRadio and also uh, various other places where podcasts can be listened to so thank you very much for checking out the show take care and bye bye for now